Welcome everybody to RPG Cast episode 120 for this week, March 20th, 2010. I've got um, kind of standard panel for you today. You know, I tried to get special people, but all I could get was the normal rejects. So first off, Anna Marie Neufeld. I'm rejected. Rejected. <laughs> Just like that internet film. Uh, yes. Speaking of internet films. Oh, no. There's going to be a Dr. Horrible sing-along vlog, too. Oh, best news. That, oh, that's a megaton. And it probably won't be online. It's actually going to be like a movie release. Oh, lame. <sighs> Why would they turn their back on those who made them popular? An actual movie release. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Alright. Like a full So instead of being straight to internet, it'll be like straight to BitTorrent. Straight to BitTorrent is what it'll be. Straight to torrents, yes. yes. So it'll still be straight to internet, just not in the same Good way as job. it was before. Also joining us is Michael Tidwell, who's uh, under crunch time this week. No, I was. I'm good now. Oh, you're good now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can hear the the relief. (laughs) Yeah, it was almost a 60-hour work week, so I'm kind of tired. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about what you were talking, what you uh, were working on, because we can finally do that. Dun dun dun. We get full reveal on everything, (laughs) Um, and then finally, it's uh, it's that time. He's uh, he's taking time out of his busy spring break, uh, spring training schedule. Manny Ramirez, I mean, Emmanuel Marino is joining us once again. I am not, or will I ever be on the Dodgers? Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> I've got, the, I've got that MLB good. at bat now, so I could watch you whenever I want. Hey, it's not because I hate the Dodgers, it's just they're not going to invite me on the team. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, I picked up that iPhone app so I could watch you, man. You're telling me you're not going to join? How much sad. was that? Sorry. $15. Mm. And it includes video. It's still painful. Do you know? Um, do you know how much it costs on their website for the same yeah, access? Over one hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> so yeah. it's actually a pretty good deal. <laughs> I'm just not that excited to watch someone bat like that often. Someone just... bat that often. Well, it's, it's like, oh, well, they're they're a bat, and I'm like, well, I don't care. Why don't I just go watch a game? Well, I mean, you can watch the whole game on your iPhone. Well, I can't. Why not? Because <laughs> half the time I'm on edge, and it doesn't. It does suck. Well, get on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, and you could stream games and all that. Yeah. The only time I would really be worrying about watching it is when I'm not at home, yeah. and therefore I'm not on wireless. Oh, you need. And to... if I'm at home, I can just turn. Why on don't the you marriage. bring a router into work, like a little thing to bridge your your network in your office or something? Why? So you could have Wi-Fi for your iPhone. <laughs> what do you if mean? If I'm math? sitting at my desk, I can just watch baseball there. Oh well, yeah, but well, you got to pay more to do it. In your watching browser. on an iPhone is so passe. Oh. You should be watching on your iPad. Oh. <laughs> I wonder how that's going to that. work. Yeah, I wonder how. So I'm, I'm getting an iPad next month. I'm wondering if that MLB app will uh, will carry over. Oh, you're over. not going to get the 3G one. <clears throat> no, God no. I don't need. I don't need another 3G plan. Thank you though. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not buying it to. It, it's ba- that would basically be purchasing the right to have another monthly bill, and I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. You've earned the right to have another monthly bill. Thanks. All right. You were running low, weren't you? <laughs> I was running low. No, sadly. I should be. <laughs> I wish. Uh, what we're running low of is feedback, but we've got one up, one letter this week. How you can give feedback to us is via three different methods. First, you go to board.rpgamer.com, and that's spelled like the wooden wooden piece of wood 
rather than the sleepy person who doesn't want to pay attention anymore. So B-O-A-R-D.RPGamer.com. You can go in there to the latest updates forum, find the thread for our podcast, leave a message in the thread. We'd love to read it and talk about it here. You can also send us an email at podcast.RPGamer.com. You can also send us an audio email. Go ahead and attach an MP3 or, or an MP, you know, some AAC file or something like that to the uh, email, and we can play it right here on the show. And finally, you can leave us a voicemail via Google Voice at 608 729 608-729-4098. That is the number to call, and we can play your feedback live on the show. Unfortunately, I don't have any this week, so I hope you call in for next week. But what we do have is a forum post, and that is from Mr. Cadillan, who says, I recall the question of the episode was, how will Final Fantasy XIII influence future Eastern RPGs? That's a good question, and I honestly don't know what the answer might be. A generic guess. Professional game developers and marketers will probably go where there's money to be made, and hopefully in a format which will work in worldwide markets. It's tough to deny that unless you're a weird fan, like I kind of am, you've probably written off Eastern RPGs. There's plenty of negative articles and talk. For instance, I stumbled across a review just yesterday that seemed like trolling or flame bait, even though I don't have any personal attachment to Xenonia. While I like Gamertel and some of its editors, the reviews seem more like an ad hominem argument than critique. That said, I want to see the Eastern RPG thrive once again, but I don't know who will bring it back or when that might happen. So, in other words, he doesn't really answer the question at all. <laughs> but, but it is clear he's not a Bioware fan. No. Well, no, Eastern is... That means he is a Bioware fan. I thought he said he liked Western RPGs. Yeah. Western is us. We're oh, Western. oh, nerd. Eastern, Eastern <laughs> is Japan. I know. I'm sleepy. It's, it's That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so what's you're so far bring? north, you can't tell the difference. Is what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yep, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Thanks, Have you even Chris. seen the sun yet? I figured, you know, maybe in a couple months. Yeah, a couple months they get the sun. I think they're that's looking. Right. They've got a festival planned. It'll be good. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe that's their wake up call. All right, so what will it influence? I mean, that's kind of the big question because Final Fantasy Thirteen is really nothing like Final Fantasy's done before. Yeah. But, I so, mean, isn't that what we say about every single Final Fantasy? I don't know. It seems like Final Fantasy's no, continuing the trend. No, I thought 9 and 10 of... were pretty, you know, generic along the path. It really? Seems like I thought 9 and 10 were completely different because I love 9 and I don't no. like 10. 9 is a very generic RPG. 9 was let's do what we did in 4, 5, and 6. So I don't yeah, know. that's Not why as I well. loved it. That wasn't innovative in any way. As, they didn't do it as well as why. Yeah, well, that's true. It was still an awesome game. And then 10, I mean, what can you say innovated anything? Uh, voice <laughs> ten, acting? 10 was Final Fantasy VII, but like more current generation technology. Right. I mean, I mean they, they did better 3D. They did Oh, voice and you could, you could actually kind of understand the story this time, which helped a lot. And yeah, if only <laughs> they had remembered you know, to record all the music. <laughs> to record all the music? Instead of just playing the same song everywhere all the time. Oh, you didn't you didn't like the the thematic musical composition where they had oh. kind of the, the same theme echoed in a lot of the pieces of music and almost every piece of music, yeah. So for was it Otherworld or what was? It? Yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, and the chanting. It was supposed oh, to be the, the new crystal theme. <laughs> chanting was fine. That only happened when you're in the areas with summons. Which you were um, in a lot. A lot, yeah. But still! Even if you get the soundtrack, it's like, here's this one, here's this variation, here's this other one. Yeah, like, I have that soundtrack, soundtrack yeah. It's on iTunes. It's, uh, well, that's good. It's, well, also it's on cheap on CD iTunes. and thing. House somewhere. 
I probably buried yeah, your house somewhere. But <laughs> you didn't even need the CDs, Michael, because we had it up on our FTP like two weeks before the game came out. <laughs> yeah, RP Gamer pirating soundtracks. That's great. Thanks, Anna. Did we? No problem. No, yeah, we did. Yeah, you did. Bleep that. Yeah, let's do, let's and then that. when the game came out, I, I'll bleep. get it in post. Don't worry about it. No one will hear it. Okay, good. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. So, so stories of the week. No, we still didn't decide what, what I mean, they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, what else is going to change? I mean, is this going to make RPGs faster to play? Or they? I, I mean, well, I think that Square Enix is pushing towards the action side, just like action games are pushing towards the RPG side. Is what it seemed so like to me. A, they're a streamlining the battle system, though, while keeping it kind of an RPG battle system, turn-based and all that. But everything's faster. You get to the plot a little bit faster, and things keep moving. Apparently, after what chapter ten or chapter eleven, the the battles start to drag out really badly. Uh, only if you suck. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's where I am now. I spent so, well. See, I took some time and I ground, and since I did some grinding, that made a difference. So maybe that's okay. Why. Well, if you don't, maybe if you don't do that. Apparently, at ten or eleven, things start getting kind of ridiculous. And I mean, I, I would know. say I, I it's seen... you're bad. If it was I, I wouldn't like say it's ridiculous on the forums, mm-hmm. but I mean, I've seen people on the forums, on Live Journal, on Twitter, on like Facebook that are all complaining about the same thing. And it's I different people. It's not just the same person that. posting on all the different mediums. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it at all. I mean, the target times still aren't above like four to five minutes at most, and those are the hard battles. <laughs> well, the target times are like a minute and a half before. No, I'm talking. Oh yeah, okay. I'm yeah. wondering when you hit a level. When you hit things. when you hit chapter eleven, they do something to you. Have a lot of tough enemies, and you're supposed to say, "Wow, these are tough enemies," and it's supposed to show how you grow when you come back later and maybe not have so much trouble. You know, it's on I don't purpose. Know. Actually, the uh, the target times drop as you grow too. Oh, okay. So see, but. Yeah, I mean, they say target time oh, 420, and then I do it in 215. Yep, it, it's like, you know, you know, I, yeah, you could definitely <laughs> do that as a flaw of the game, to be sure. Um, it's done on purpose, but yeah, maybe maybe it's not good. I don't I'm know. sure there's a thematical reason, but yeah. having it's... not played the game, I don't know. Ah. Final Fantasy XIII is doing interesting right now, because uh, you got some people really love the thing, really hate the thing. So It's just like 12. No, 12 was like everyone loved it. 12 was like, no. oh, the mainstream press can like Final Fantasy again. Well, yeah, 12. the mainstream press liked it. That's but what I mean, I'm talking general. about. I'm talking about the mainstream press. Some people are really but loving I mean, it. Some people are really hating it. For I yeah, kind of disagree because it's like 1UP gave it a good score. Uh, IGN gave it a score. GameSpot gave it a good score. It's like the people who don't like it are places I've never heard of. The people no, there's people at those really organizations who don't like it, too. the people who actually got really early copies. Okay. I don't know. I think Destructoid didn't get an early copy. They did not. They were upset about it. Did they actually give it a good review? Four. Or whatever whatever their score came to, it's 40 on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Which is like the 40. only... Four out of ten. Yeah. Wow. Yep. No good. Them. I mean, Wired gave it 60. So, yeah, the, the out-of-gaming mainstream didn't, didn't like it as I much. I don't know what people are down on with it, but I guess maybe it's not traditional enough and it's not action enough, so it's kind of sitting in the middle and no one's happy. There's always that argument, oh, it's too linear, which I think is a BS argument. That's just a 
that that's a thoughtless argument that people just throw on there because I got nothing else to say about what I don't like about it. Oh, hey, it's, to be it's fair, obviously because it's because too it's linear. not a sandbox, so therefore it must suck. Yeah. Hey, well, to be fair, if you just don't like it because it's too much of a straight path, then you don't like it. Yeah, but what, then game, don't what Final Fantasy isn't a straight path? Exactly. It's the illusion of not being a straight <laughs> the path. The illusion of not being a straight yeah, path. You laugh, what, but a lot because of I don't RPGs get to wander still... around in a forest to grind on enemies for an hour between what towns. Japanese RPG isn't. I mean, like. It's, I don't think of any Japanese RPGs that are sandbox type. I mean, the the one that people love the most, Final Fantasy VII, has like a seven-hour opening linear sequence. I mean, I don't know what else, what people want. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, isn't it like a twenty-hour opening linear sequence in Final Fantasy XIII? Doesn't it take like half the game to yeah, get? Yeah, you're playing an action movie. I mean, what what do you? That's that's what okay, it is. Okay, just you know, you know, and the, the people who don't explore are missing out on stuff. There's stuff to explore. I mean, oh, I apparently is, missed, like, yeah. a whole side quest. Really? You did? Yeah, there's something about turning on power and looking for oh, things. Oh, you, 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 know, you missed some treasure. You didn't miss really a well, side quest, but you missed some treasure, yeah. Well, I didn't even turn on the power. So I didn't think well, of. you did, but you didn't realize it. Yeah. Well, that was exciting for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you missed some treasure. It's true. There are no side quests earlier, and it would be nice if it opened up and let you, like, get some money so you could feel like you could experiment with the weapon system and stuff, so... Those are yeah. those are actual flaws of the game, but I just don't I don't know that it, it holds back the main part of the game. I guess if, if you're trying if you're looking for a traditional Final Fantasy experience where you can sit and grind around between towns, then yeah, this isn't gonna help. This isn't gonna make you happy. For sure, you just found a town. Yeah. That you're not running through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I liked it. It was different. You got to do something. I mean, you know, now I've gone through the main part of the story anyway. I'm now in the open area, but yeah. I liked how you got to just you were like always on the run, always checking that stuff out. You know, it was like Go fast, go fast, go fast. It was fun. It was exciting. It was different. And, you know, but it still felt like a Final Fantasy game. Yep. I, I guess at this point, I was looking for something different than a traditional Final Fantasy because I have plenty of fi- traditional Final cool. Fantasy clones I could play, right? Or I could play Final Fantasy 10, 12, or Once whatever. again, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so. It's like they're not looking that bad that I could just go back and do it again. It's not like 7 or 8 where I was like, uh, make the brain hurt. Yeah, chat room journeys is right. I think it didn't meet some folks' expectations. They were looking for a traditional Final Fantasy, and this surprised them. And then they didn't pay attention would. to any of the news for the three years. That's beforehand. right, because people didn't want to be spoiled. That's a common thing. I don't know if mainstream really doesn't want to be spoiled or doesn't pay attention until the game who comes. Who says out. anything about mainstream? These are people who are Final Fantasy fans who are looking for this game and that that are disappointed. Mike, well, I, I avoided most of it, and I still knew it was going to be different. I didn't know how different. No. Mm. I, I, I didn't know how the battle system worked, really. I avoided that. Oh, I had no idea either, but I love it. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of the things where I guess I'm one of the people who's like, now I don't have to take the options and push it to the fastest speed. It just goes at the fastest speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, is, where Badger asks the question, does it fail as a game or as Final Fantasy? And I would say as, your, as a it's, traditional expectation of Final Fantasy, it is not that. Yeah. It, it fails Except in the what... storytelling, really. I mean, it's it's still a traditional Final Fantasy graphics. story. I mean, <laughs> really, and graphics are pretty good too. Yep. So. I'll play Devil's Advocate for a second. I don't know. It seems sure. like we're being awfully like sort of like an apologist argument. You were just surprised. Well, you don't know what how you how can you not be an apologist argument if uh, you like it and everyone doesn't? Well, just say you like it and everyone doesn't. I mean, well, that, that <laughs> is an apologist argument. Everyone doesn't. Well, not really. It's it just rates. sort of sounds like they're surprised they didn't know what to expect. When I, one of from a lot of the podcasts I've been listening to, a lot of the people 
didn't know what they were getting into. They just didn't like the approach. They just didn't like the story. They thought it was too slow. They just didn't like the characters. They didn't like the voice acting. And if you don't, if that's your point of view, I mean, who's gonna, who can argue See, with that? I, I, I was pleasantly surprised that the voice acting wasn't worse than it is. And, especially after the trailer. Yeah, especially after that awful trailer. Um, it's still not, you know... Uh, honestly, compared to voice acting, this isn't too bad. And uh, what? I like the characters less than I like Final Fantasy XII characters, which I never really got attached to either. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good story that could be played with any random six characters you stick in there. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have any personality whatsoever. Well, they have personality. No, they don't. Yes, they do. You're telling Lightning, me you're going to... They have about as much personality as cheese whiz. No. Well, Lightning goes from, like... No, 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 stop, 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 stop choosing the person who has no personality as your example of why none of them have personality. Well, she had one and what, <laughs> what about Vanille? Oh my god, no way. Vanille has personality. I know because no, she, she annoys you, and if she didn't have personality, she couldn't annoy you. She doesn't annoy me. Oh, okay. Okay, just... Vapid is not personality. No, she's plucky, happy-go-skippy. And then when she gets a real story, you're like, that's it? Mm-hmm. That's what you could think of. It's like no, that that was nothing. Okay, Saz actually has a decent story, but he's not a main character as far as the story goes. So they're kind of like, well, you just kind of get some side stuff and you get your little scene, and then you're I don't done. Know. What kind of st- what kind of personality did Kane have, Michael? Kane got he had to deal with. The I don't care what story he had. What personality did he have? Oh, where he starts off all badass and happy, and then he turns into this distorted person you have to figure out why and then he has to deal with the distorted person all he did was just say small sentences and disappear that's not a personality he stole rosa he stole rosa (laughs) he stole a crystal and then he stole a crystal he stole rosa he has this internal battle you're still giving me actions instead of personality that makes his personality okay he did something it's not like they're just and what did saz try to do uh spoilers yeah exactly I'm trying to remind Michael of a scene that he's forgetting. No, I said he's the only one who gets, and he gets one scene. Yeah, and it's but like, that, that's good. personality. Yes. Okay. Saz is the only. All right, I'll, all right. I'll go back. Yeah, Saz yeah, is the yeah, only yeah. one. Okay, given, okay. Now, now, now he's the only one because I had to, I had to, I had to okay. work to I get you to trust Snow. him. Fang right. is just hot, and she has a good. Snow has a personality, though. Oh God, he. Oh. It is a personality. I don't know what it you mean. It is not he's, a personality. He's just like, I'm going to be the hero all the time. Yay! That's a that's personality. It. That is not a personality. That's a stereotype. Final Fantasy personalities tend to be rather one-dimensional, and that fits oh. right in. All right. Fair are, enough. are you going to tell me Mr. Mr. Laughs-A-Lot had personality in Final Fantasy X? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking okay. about Okay, I've already course. said that everyone in ten could be replaced with one line of dialogue. <laughs> So you don't have to bring up ten to me and try to say they have personality. I like the blitz ball. I like belts, and I, I like, like to laugh. You know, it's <laughs> like yeah, you could just say the same thing in every scene, and everybody goes, like "Oh, that's still funny." You know, it's, that's ten for you. So okay. no, I don't think ten's a good example. I, I just don't know where this tradition of grandiose Final Fantasies with characters with personality is coming up from. It's no, it's just the whole like I like the story, but the characters don't work. Okay. And, you know, it's just the whole... People are like, well, I can't attach the characters. I'm like, well, I can't either. But the story doesn't... The story keeps me going, even though I couldn't care less who was in it. So, I can see that argument. People are like, well, the characters are weak. And I'm like, yeah, they are. 
but I like the story anyway. Mm-hmm. Have you guys beaten the game yet? No. no. Right. I, I kind of got busy in Pokemon. and well, I got distracted I by, once that... the game opened up. I was enjoying opening up and doing side quests and stuff. I know. I read... I know we're going to get this later, but I read the review, and he's like, well, you get to this point, and then it's just even faster. And I'm like, it opened up, and I'm like, dude, I'm so running around. I don't even know where I'm going. I'm <laughs> whatever I want. And, you know, eventually, sometime, somewhere, I'll run into some story again. But I could care less, because I'm killing these monsters. But, you know, that's my 12th thing coming back, going, look, Mark killed them. Yay. Yeah. So interesting. But what I do like is that one thing that we can pull from this that there's now there's such a good variety of RPGs that you really can't pick and choose what ta- what is cater- what caters to your needs or your particular tastes. And it just feels like Final Fantasy 13 just doesn't suit some people's tastes. And that's fine. But I was like yeah. I was reading the whole like the meta score or the Metacritic, they had this whole like, well, how does 13 stack up and they compare it to 12 with all the scores and reviews and everything. I'm like, Ooh. Cares, man. That's just link bait. That's all that is. Yeah. Seriously, like it was just you go, you like it or you don't, and regardless of if all the five million people bought it or like it or not, you still like it, so you should play it. Yep. And if you want something more open, hey, guess what? We have Fallout Three, Fallout Three New Vegas. We got Mass Effect. We got, you know, what I'm saying you can get the experience you want really easily. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, it's going to become interesting at the end of the year. What did I like better? Mass Effect 2, that was pretty much, all right, except for these five major points, you get to do whatever the heck you want. Or am I going to like Final Fantasy 13 that said, run through this 25-hour line and then have fun and then do whatever you want? It's going to be interesting at the end of the year what I finally decide I liked better. But I liked them both, so I'm not, you know, I guess I'm the rarity. I, I can't hate one genre just because it came from a different region. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's why Michael will be uh, opening up a new website about Maid Cafe games. <laughs> I think I have enough websites. Okay. I don't want to make any more. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on. New releases for the next week. Uh, we got first one is Dawn of Heroes for the DS. Yeah, nobody knows anything about it. All right. No clue. Game of the Gold Squish. It's a tactical role-playing game. Um, it has head-to-head multiplayer, and I don't know. It's being put out by Majesco, I think. Didn't care because Strange Journey comes out the same day. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is the other release, Shin Megami Tensei Strange <laughs> Journey. Yay! I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yep. Have it pre-ordered. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Yep, 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 yep. And then I guess let's get into the news, folks. Lots of news this week. I thought it was going to be a slow news week when I started putting the stories together, and then just I found story after story after story. It's kind of interesting. Uh, the week after GDC, everybody's like, all right, let's start ramping up before we slow down for E3. So. All right, first off is my favorite story of the week. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Codemasters Vice President believes PSP is a useless waste of space. Uh. Oh, dear. <laughs> Well, RP what? Gamer staff believes Codemasters <clears throat> is a useless waste of space. Is, I, say, I believe first of all, what contrary. I think the PSP has had it a day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, That's... this is basically where I'm sitting. It's like, I don't think that the PSP is a waste of space. I think that's just too strong. At the same time, my PSP sits in a drawer 
11 months out of the year. I play my I DS I think there are a bunch of great day. games on the PSP that people are just ignoring for the heck of ignoring it. I don't know what's going on, but there's a ton of quality titles. It's got a great library, and people need I to like it, dig it out and actually play it. I don't know what's keeping them from doing it. I think it had a good lineup. I think they're out there. I don't see anything coming that I'm rushing to go play. Well, this just came out as I'm showing the camera in my Lunar Box. I think box. the problem is, is that it's had good. a lack of consistency. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a lot of other genres, there's been tons and tons of good titles. But when it comes to RPGs, not so much. We've got a dot .hack title coming, apparently. I don't know. We had Crisis Core. That was really good. Yeah, like, I mean, we have some really good games out for it. Like, I, I definitely will not argue. Well, I, you that. See, that's the thing. I like PSP's release schedule because it's not overwhelming like the DS's is. I'm well, okay with DS it being. Everything. I'm okay with it being slow on the PSP because I don't get around to playing it that often. So it's fine if I can take it as I go. Because I, if I'm at home, I'm going to have a console on, and if I'm out, you know, that's when I have a chance for the PSP. I don't need a title every week. Oh. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's apparently that's the only way to gauge success. Though, is like I need like five RPGs a month. Well, they, well, no. What they look at is like, <clears throat> how often are you in the top ten? How often do you get top sales? And you know, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the the kits coming out every week, people are gonna go, ah, oh, well, I don't really need a PSP. All right, that's too bad. Uh, to be fair, though, I mean, the PSP for... is a much better investment in Japan. Is it now? Why? Is... Oh, well, yeah, because people play socially, so all those ad hoc games work. Mm. <clears throat> right, but I think let's see for the whole year. I think I have one PSP game that I want. Yeah, that's... That has X-Force. Okay, here's the quote. Codemasters Vice President Gavin Cheshire, talking to Edge, said, Well, speaking as a person who bought a PSP, the problem was that I always thought, because it was a better screen than the iPods, that I'd be doing more with it. But it was such a bollocking... I've never heard that turn into a gerund. Bollocking, useless waste of space. Just getting stuff on it was ridiculous. That was its downfall. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Who's going to walk around with I mean, a PSP in their pocket and listen to music? Um, oh, no. I actually did for a really limited period of time. Yeah, I, 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 I did for a very limited time. I tried that able... while mowing the lawn. Yeah, I like, didn't have an iPod till the iPhone <laughs> came out, so I had the same issue. I did use the PSP well, for that. And, I mean, at the time I was living in Manitoba, so I was wearing a heavy coat with inside pockets, you know, like six months of the year. Um, March through September? No. <laughs> then you get out your even heavier coat for the winter? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like in Manitoba, there isn't a day where I'm generally not bringing some sort of outerwear with me. So the fact that the PSP was large and heavy was, you know, whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> it, it, it fit in my pocket. That's all I cared about. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> And but then now you what live else? in a normal climate. You know, you <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't wear the heavy coat. <laughs> Enough on Canada today. Let's give Canada a No, break. now she lives in a normal climate where it actually gets to be oh. warm all the time, and you don't have your heavy coat because it's 50 degrees in December, and you realize, you know what, walking around the PSP while working outside, well, that doesn't even work well. in 50-degree weather, I have my hoodie. I mean, I pretty much don't go anywhere in Vancouver without my hoodie because if it's going to rain, then I need the hoodie. If it gets 50-degree weather, we don't wear our coats. If it gets 60-degree weather, we start wearing shorts. I don't know where you came from. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Sorry, I'm just showing my bromides off to the camera. Calm down, little boy. Yeah. 
I can think. I would think that though some. Uh, oh, so you're playing some Lunar. PSP yeah, sales would pick up around the launch of a uh, Middle Gear Peace Walker. Yeah, that's coming out mid uh, early June now, right? I think yeah. So, but you know, you they've had two. They've had a couple PSP Metal Gears already, right? So yeah, the people who like Metal, Metal Gear should already have a PSP. Well, no, oh, it's yeah. not that. It's just um, it's like even those titles aren't enough to help it. It sold like a million last time, didn't it? I don't know. Yeah, this one's a real Metal Gear sequel. People, what I hear when I listen to these podcasts is people say that the developers are telling them that the problem is piracy and they feel that their game's being pirated all to hell. And Mm -hmm. I think the problem is people are releasing crappy games and complaining about it and the people who release good games are just not enough to to champion the PSP cause. So I think what's happening is that, and this is totally out of my butt, so I think what's going on (laughs) is these crappy companies who are the kind of people who would say things like, PSP is a useless waste of space when in reality their own company is a useless waste of space. These people are the ones who are making loud loud comments to the press and the press is repeating them and we're hearing them and thinking the PSP is dying. While the companies who actually make good games that people are actually buying are, you know, they're not complaining. So nobody hears anything from them. So we don't get the other side that PSP is doing fine. I don't think the PSP is doing fine. Well, how do I don't you think know? the sales think the are there. I don't hurting. think the... Uh... The sales have hurt ever since the PSP Go came out. My question is software sales. Well, the, the, the PSP unit sales have been good for a long time. People have always been happy with those. Good but, as in 10% of the market share? Good as in more than adequate for, for a portable system. No one's been... It, it, even among the pre- bad press of PSP, it's always been that the system's selling great and that the games aren't. And that it's being used for pirating. I don't know. I thought last... Month, it's only sold like a thousand more or a couple thousand more, ten thousand more than uh, PS2 did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think and it was doing that well. It, it doesn't. Low. Well, it doesn't need to have DS numbers to be a success. Is the other thing. The problem remember. is, is that the DS is really the. The problem is that the Nintendo handhelds are the benchmark that everybody's going to look towards. Yeah, and you can't. I, I know, as, but as, as I the, mean, as the, the argument is always going to be in comparison to. Yeah. Well, so what, what the real the real question is physicality. Yeah, but the real question is what physic brings up in the chat room. The PSP software is never in the top twenty MPD numbers. That's Ever. what I just said. Yeah. Well, you said it too, and it's okay, it's a point you. that Michael made as well. Okay. So why isn't it? I don't know. Because there's not an. All right. It's just it's just saturation. It's saturation. If only 10% of handheld users have a PSP, I mean, I, let's throw out that number. I don't know if it's 15, 20, whatever. Let's just say 10%. Yeah. Okay? If I am making a game, am I going to sell to people who have 5 million or 500,000? What's well, my What choice? kind of game do you want to make? Do you make a Doesn't game matter. for your audience I'm looking or do you make a game? At an like... audience disparity that's so huge that I'm going to go to the one with the bigger audience. Mm-hmm. I may port it to the PSP like Puzzle Quest did, mm-hmm. but I am going to the main. Well, Puzzle Quest was a multi-platform money. to release from the get-go, and that's, that's the other really thing the is if you, well, yeah, but they also planned multiple developers and everything. The, the main focus wasn't the PSP, mm-hmm. but anyway, the point is, it's like, how do I get the numbers? If I release a mediocre game, and twenty percent of the people buy it. I'm going to hit that huge milestone if I get it on the DS and I am on the PSP. All right. So you don't see the high numbers, you don't see the high sales, you don't see this, and then everybody goes, oh, it must be dying. I mean, it's kind of the... And it's obviously piracy's fault. 
obviously. <laughs> I mean, there is a fair amount of piracy part. on the PSP. There's I a know, fair amount of piracy on everything. Like, for example, That's... I used to have a hacked PSP. I didn't pirate <clears throat> with it, but now I can't because the latest version of the software you can't hack, and the people who were hacking it kind of gave up on it. And, and so it's like, well, I want to play the current games that I'm actually buying legitimately, so I've updated, so it's no longer an option for me. I, right. I, I don't mean, know how other people are getting around this. Maybe they're just not playing the current games. Maybe that's what's killing the sales. The pirates don't want to move forward with their software. I, I don't know. It seems weird. I mean, you want to talk piracy. All right. 13 came out on the 9th. Just for fun, I checked a torrent for it yeah. on the 6th. Yeah. And it had 15,000 seeds. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Piracy is there. Piracy is on all On the platforms. PS3 even, yeah. Well, that was actually 360, but anyway. Oh, okay. Actually, I haven't found... Oh, so that's what people are doing with those consoles that are banned from live. They're playing Final Fantasy 13 on them. Okay. <laughs> Trying to so it's, that just, up. it's just like, piracy is not the excuse, okay? Piracy exists and everybody deals with it. It's not like, well, the PSP is hurting more than anyone else. That's, that's crap. Well, it is... For a while, it well, was the easiest like system to pirate. By far. Really? Yeah. Really? The flashcards yes. from PlayAsia? Yeah, I've never seen not... a flashcard. I don't have a flashcard and I have to import and spend money. With a PSP, I, I could pirate it for free. Well, true. Okay, I had to buy a $40 flashcard. But you know yeah, what? You a, had $40 to buy a $40 flashcard. These are cheap people who don't want to pay for $20 you games. They're buy... not going to shell out a $40 flashcard. You, they will shell out a $40 flashcard because it holds like 40 games. Mm hmm. Okay, I can pay. I can pay a dollar per game, or I can pay. $40. I've never seen a DS that's pirating ever, ever seen. I this. have. Oh I know, my three, college I know three people who have it, and yeah, two of them are in college. Okay. Uh, Back on my yeah, college, I wasn't I've in college a, when the DS existed. So. I've seen a pirated kinda, DS as well. Okay. <laughs> so apparently, the DS is the real pirate issue. Yet no one's bitching about the DS's sales. The sales well, get okay, so, so high, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, well, do you guys think we're going to see a PSP two at E three with? Pirate-proof technology, in quotes. Um, well, there's no such thing, no. right, as pirate-proof technology. Was it, wasn't but that it, the PSGO's threat was no pirating? I mean, if they make it harder to pirate, I think uh, I think that'll be enough. I mean, because the iPhone is also apparently easy to pirate software on, and um, obviously that app store is doing just, just it. it's doing fine, right? <laughs> so yeah, if it's if it's just uh, annoying to pirate, like it, I guess it is now, isn't it? I mean, how are they going to make it? Uh, uh, I don't oh, think I don't uh, think solving the piracy. I, you know, I'm sorry, but I don't think that solving the piracy question is going to do a damn thing for the PSP two, because no, just looking at the iPhone, where there's apparently a very easy route to piracy, and I can tell you, I've jailbroken iPhones even with the current software. It is easy. You download a program and hit a button. Um, it is. Uh, if is that's that all not you did for your PSP, um, for the PSP, it's actually more work. Oh. I have to I have to rig a battery together and and all this oh, other right. stuff. Yeah, so it is easier to pirate an iPhone. That's not killing the App Store. Making the PSP harder to pirate, I don't think, is going to really do it. It's got to have success regardless of the piracy question, like the DS and the iPhone do. And so I, yeah. they can throw. So the the piracy thing is just to to throw a bone at these developers who are complaining about it because their software sucks. This is well, why... if they feel better about developing on the platform for whatever reason, that'll mean more games for us, right? Yeah. Right. Yes, but in general, I was like, this is why I was surprised about how the console war flipped this year, or this generation. Because typically the person who stays ahead has a reason to stay ahead. Mm -hmm. And maybe the DS wasn't superior. Maybe the DS wasn't 
you know, as good as the PSP technology, you know, technically, but it had all the Game Boy players. Yep, and it had, and they're like, I'm just upgrading, and they just it it's it's it total, had a tradition. You know, it had it, and it also has all the right things that matter for a portable system: longer yeah. battery life, that sleep functionality was huge, and it fit in a pocket easy. Without you know, scratching I the screen, the PSP you know? had sleep functionality. Nah, but it still drains your battery. You'd come back. Well, it, you know what it, it made? All right, fair enough. It just didn't. Well, what helped a lot during that initial war is that the DS Lite was one hundred and thirty dollars, while the PSP was still like two hundred and fifty dollars. And that's not going to change with the next generation. I mean, we've seen no. nothing from Sony to indicate that they've gotten any sort of, you know, big no, well, and bright PSP, ideas for that. PSP Go was the bright idea that you guys still haven't figured it out. Oh, we're going to release it at the original price. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, that's luck. not funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember the audience <laughs> during the funny. press conference. We, you should, you could have heard like the audible groans. Like there was like, oh, I was, I was waiting for the booze. I was like, are you kidding me? But my problem was it actually took me a few minutes to remember what the original price point was. Yeah, I think a lot of people during the yep. I know, and it was like by the time I forgot, I was like, oh, the moment's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to hear I, booze. I think the PSP would have been a much better buy at like if it was like one fifty, you get the whole package, like a God of War pack for one fifty or something. You get a game, you get a memory card, you get the Actually you know, that's one another thing is that PSP just seemed like a lot of work for a lot of people. You need a memory <laughs> stick, you need the UMDs, you have to make sure UMDs don't fall, you need an extra UMD case, you need an extra PSP purse. They, so they've the gotta PSP make it easy. And, and the screen isn't covered, you need a screen protector. It's like I don't have a screen protector on my PSP. No, I think you're I don't crazy. have my DS either. Yeah, I think you're crazy. I think it's been perfectly fine. Oh, the idea of playing some of the games on DS with a screen protector? No way. Never had a problem. Uh, no way. Am I t- playing like Elite Beat Agents without a screen protector? No I way. don't have a screen protector. Done it for hours and hours and hours. No. Never played Pokemon Ranger then. You never played uh, Rub Rabbits? No, I yeah. didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> the I way did. I was pounding on it with the Elite Beat Agents, I don't think it would matter. <laughs> well, you think Elite Beat Agents is bad. Rub Rabbits is worse. You know, uh, so like back on that. Sorry, it just seems like simplicity is like is key. Nintendo just here's a cartridge, here's a thing. You put the thing in the car- in the thing, and it works. <laughs> put the thing in the thing, and it goes. Yep. Put the thing in the thing, and well, it goes. So, what a. do you think if Nintendo, if Sony comes out with a PSP two that's all digital? Is that is that simple? Ah, uh, I See, mean, they the don't PSP have Go the... was all digital, and that didn't work. Yeah, because you know, it didn't. It wasn't compatible with UMDs. Yeah. I, I I don't think so because they don't have an iTunes. So that you kind need of an iTunes for digital to well, work. Well, that kind of ubiquitous mm. system that everybody has. It's like it just So that means Nintendo them. also can't go digital because they don't have an iTunes. Well, they can slowly build. The thing is, I think the PSP2 will be their chance to slowly build up in iTunes. Well, this it wasn't this, the well, PSP1 and it's not going anywhere. <laughs> I don't, isn't PSN supposed to be rolled out on just about everything now? And that still hasn't happened yet. Well, I mean, we also just look at the technology. You had cards versus UMDs and UMDs were just awful. If, if, PS, if PSN became ubiquitous, like you buy Sony VAIO, you have PSN pre-installed. I mean, pre-installed. You buy a Sony TV, like those internet TVs. PSN is pre-installed. Like any Sony device, you have like access to the PSN store. I think that would go a long way to start to have you start I'm never, a digital library. Hmm. Never buying a VAIO again because their support is well, awful. Yeah, well, it's still the point is: do you have an integrated media thing across all Sony products or not? Do I have another Sony product? No. Well, I'm sorry for you. Why? Because I like good things that are cheaper than Sony. Yeah, I like good things that are Sony. All right, so 
<laughs> you know, I, I looked at the TVs, and Sony's like $400 extra dollars for nothing. Oh, no, that's not nothing. Those Bravias yeah, it's are nothing. nice. Uh-uh, no. Uh-huh. Those Bravias are nothing. I got just Did you go fine. with a plasma? No. Oh, well, see, I don't, don't know why. Don't get on a plasma. I don't know why you didn't go with a Samsung or a Sony then. I think you're crazy. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I went with LG. It's awesome. Nope. They're yep. not the top end. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. But I also got it for half price of those people. Yeah, so, see, it's a wasted TV. money. You need to invest more money. Spend more, Mike. What are, you, what are you doing for the economy? Saving your money. What are you, you're crazy. <laughs> we have an economy here that's failing because of you, Mike. It's all your fault. Because of me. Because your TV purchase. TV. All right, so there was some actual DS2 rumors that came out of GDC. Oh, that hurts. Um, so apparently no. it's being said that the dev kit is similar in power to the GameCube. It's being said that people familiar with the dev kit have made it sound like there wasn't much of a learning curve on the new system. Uh, the, I've also heard big. rumors about them using a Tegra chipset t- chipset that would actually be near the GameCube's level of graphics power. Um, I have to that's wonder if it's really going to be as strong as a GameCube, but I suppose that's possible nowadays. Um, just with... What? They're, they were already up to the... Uh, I mean, the Wii is not that powerful. Yeah, I know. But can you make a portable version of the Wii? I suppose you can. Tegra yeah. 2. Say what? Tegra 2 is pretty, pretty impressive. Is it? Okay. Do, do they have the RAM and stuff they need? Like the video RAM and the that's regular the question, RAM? Right. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's my question. If they have that, then yeah, absolutely. That will be great. And they have a smaller display to begin with, I suppose, if that would help. Um, okay. Video RAM, right? Yes. I mean, didn't we talk? Didn't we? Uh, the PS2 had like four megs or something. I know, I know. But not much. We're not talking a huge amount of memory right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I just I, slept. Four I gigs have to of wonder why. I, I've always wondered why these consoles have such limited amounts of video RAM to begin with. I don't know. You, you buy a video card, I, and they've got so much. I don't know. They they have limited memory in everything. They're just making them, it seems, to be as cheap as possible. Yeah, it must be it. It's too bad. But it must be hell for the coders. Must be. It's like they've done just enough for, like, a frame buffer and, like, maybe two or three other frames. It's kind of sad. I mean, I've watched some 360 development, and even that, you struggle with memory. It's just you struggle with it, and you work with it, and you optimize, and you struggle with it, and this is how it goes. Yep. Um, so anyway, there, there's a bunch of rumors. DST, DS2 we're going to see about later for the... Uh, around E3 is that we'll see an announcement. People are saying the same thing about the PSP2, though I don't have a good story with rumors about the PSP2. Um, I think they just have to because the go fell flat on its face. Oh, you missed a, a big thing about the DS2 rumors that it's going to have larger screens with a smaller gap so you can use both screens as one large screen. Hmm. But there'll still be a gap. So how well, there could has you do to be that? a gap a much smaller close. gap. That means okay. it'll be close to the top and bottom. But that means there'll still be a gap. I still don't understand the, the issue here. There's still a gap. May, it's fine. Yeah, but look how big the gap is now. And if you you make that much much smaller. You can, well, I mean, well, doesn't the DSi XL make that gap look a lot smaller than it used to be? Because I think it has to be exactly the same. Okay. Just to make all the, <coughs> to make the games that assume the gap still work yeah I, the, I, they be. must yeah well they would have if that's the case they would have had to make the gap larger because the pixel size well, increased and so for the gap to work right they would have had to make the gap larger mm-hmm. so i wonder if they did that out the out the We're talking about the xl side. yeah the xl Let's does that bigger buttons side side. i asked everyone and nobody knows i do not know either you'll have to go find a so fi- go find a, some comparison shots they're out there oh journey's like, asked this JC so if they announced it at e3 what? How long until we see it in the U.S., in North America? 
Little Journeys has Japan, and then here. 2011. Uh, if, yeah, if you see it, if first of all, if they talk yeah, about it, it'll, announce, it fall it, it'll announce fall in Japan and spring in the U.S., like always. Like always. Yeah. If it if it's discussed at E3. And if it if isn't discussed at E3, then show. it's spring in the spring next year for Japan, and then uh, you know fall for us of next year or something like that. Yes, it's the same as the XL. It's the same as the light. It's the same as like everything. I thought the light was only a three month difference. Okay, well, it's the same as the DSI though, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Same old, same old Nintendo. Same so thing. predictable. I'd be. I'd. I'd love to see a worldwide release. I think that'd be great. I think it would be awesome, but we'll never see it because they always push the technology to the point they don't have enough units to sell worldwide. Yeah, that's that's Nintendo's real issue, isn't it? It's like they they can only afford so many manufacturing plants, and yeah. Well, well all no. I know is this... The DS problem was the screens were hard to get. Yep. It all I know is the this... plants. Awesome. Oh, go ahead. No, just you get the, these long pauses. I thought, like, here's my chance. What? <laughs> no, go for what, it. What? Go. I was just saying, Chris, all I know is this. At E3 this year, you have to play Golden Sun on the DS2. <laughs> <laughs> Two all million views. Record it. It will have two million views. <laughs> I will. I love I've, got, I've got all these views for playing Golden Sun on the DS. How did you two play seconds. this game? It's so awesome. Well, I didn't actually play it. The guy was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, those happened. are the comments. It's it's great. It's so All right, I'm fun. looking at hands-on pictures of the of the DSI XL Michael and the buttons don't look any bigger to me. Well, that's a bummer. Well, they don't want to make them that. huge. Well, they should. Old people can't find the small buttons. <laughs> I'm, oh, give me my big button so I can push that X. I don't know. Gotta Nobody comments my... on it, so it's hard to see. You'll see. Yeah. You'll we'll see. see. We'll All right. So, um <laughs> Also at GDC, some stuff happened where I think we talked about it last week, right? With uh, no, I guess not. Um, Sony <laughs> I talked don't about know what you're hinting at yet. The move, the Sony Move controller, where they showed off. I don't know. Well, we talked about it when I had one to play with, but yeah. Yeah, and they had like the they added their secondary controller that's like the nunchuck and you know all that stuff. Uh, Reggie Fizame, or as I like to call him, Phil's anime, has uh, some comments about the Sony Move. Let's see. <laughs> I he bet they're said, awesome. He said, I think we would have been embarrassed to do what our competitors are currently doing. So all I can tell you is that we will innovate. We will provide something new, something that the consumer in the industry will look at and say, wow, I didn't see that coming. Yikes. Vitality Sensor 2.0. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He he keeps going. Guys, let him do it himself. He'll make fun of himself here. For us, high definition by itself is not the next frontier. For us, we need to provide a whole new compelling experience in our next generation. Ouch. So apparently it's not just next it's not just they're still not committing to high definition. <laughs> I know how does it say is yeah, we know high def's important. We will use that to use a new innovate you know, it's like just say it, dude. I don't know how you can't be high def. Oh, this now. is great. When Mr. Miyamoto goes to Mr. Iwata and says this is still Reggie speaking, and says, I have this great idea and I can't do it on the Wii, that's when there will be a next generation console. When that includes when that includes, we'll see. I think Mr. Miyamoto himself has said that he's very interested in a high-definition experience, but to be 120% crystal clear, HD by itself, in our view, is not enough to go for a new console past the Wii. Oh, so what he's saying is that the Wii HD doesn't exist. So the idea of just an HD version of the Wii, they're not going to do that. Yeah, I, I was just thinking it would have sounded so That's much better funny. if you said, 
Yeah, Sony can go ahead and make a Wii HD, but we're gonna go make a Wii too. Yep, <laughs> Wii too, <laughs> as opposed to the Me too. All right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That was bad. Well, Sony already did, or Microsoft already did that. All right. So, so but he's not done. All right. Oh so, industry gamers interviewed him, and he said, "So I'm a consumer, and I have I'm having a great experience with my Wii." Fisa May said, "And we know that's the case. We look at the software that's being purchased. Consumers love the Wii. What's going to motivate them to spend minimally three hundred dollars for a new PS3 system, plus minimally a hundred dollars for the Move Motion Bundle? So, as a consumer, now I'm into this for four hundred bucks, and I still have to spend money on software. What's going to motivate me to do that?" Hopefully the fact I just spent 400 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you better buy some <laughs> software at that point. No, he's right. I mean, why are you going to spend 400 bucks for that if you're So it's not going to grab the Wii market this move. And I think that was already obvious, right? Oh yeah. I mean, this is just we want to give the the people who, you know, have a Wii the, and a PS3, I guess the ability to I think be, it's for people who just have a PS3, though I don't know who that is. Right, because the Wii was so <laughs> cheap. It was like I would just Go and and, and PS Wii owners are going to be like, well, I already have a Wii. I, I don't know right. what this is going to appeal to. Oh, I know. Um, this is for Final Fantasy thirteen fans with families. Oh, okay. Got it. And I also think that it's, uh, like all these things, it's just you need software. It, it, like the, the issue with every piece of hardware that's ever been invented is good software sells it. And so if you have these add-ons and there's never any good software, they don't sell. It's been mm-hmm. since game in since times immemorial, so... We'll see. If a good game comes out, then we think this will be relevant. And if not, they're not going to sell. Oh, no no shock, right? It, it's once again, I don't like how it seems the audience will then be divided. No, they're not going to be divided. No, no, no. Like, you, you're now dividing your audience with, well, do you have move or not? Yeah, and that's why, no, like... one, and that's why no one will make good games that's a, that are for the move. Because exactly. they don't want to trust that the audience will have it. And so, right. yeah. It was like trying to get a four-player game for the PS2. You you know what it'll be? Each one will have like that one game that's pretty cool, but you'll just play it at your friend's house, and that's it. Mm -hmm. The guy who has everything will have it, and you'll be like, great, I played it. I can just go home and play Wii. And no, I'm not planning on buying these. I'm not buying these. I'm not buying the move, and I'm not buying at all until there's like some freaking awesome game or like some sure way to get in shape or something, something like that. Right. Say, how's your EA Sports Active doing? Uh, EA Sports <laughs> 2 was announced, and I'm excited because it doesn't involve the stra- the same... All right, it's got wireless sensor things. So, like, they're lightweight. They don't weigh you down. They don't fall off your leg like the current one does. So it's actually, And it'll be on the PS3 as well. So See, I'm actually I was looking forward to EA Sports cool Active 2. That would be cool for Natal. would be something like EA Sports Well, Sport but I- you need a sensor. Well, yeah, you buy Natal. And, and the other thing is they're in EA Sports Active 2, they're adding a heart rate sensor. So, Do I get to put it on my finger? So um, I don't know if they're going to support the vitality sensor. I'm thinking no. I, what it looks like is something you put on your wrist. So a nice tight wrist heart rate sensor. Sweet. Something I can just yank right through the PS3 right on the floor. With. All right, here's something I know Anna's excited about because it has cats. Uh, the third Meow. PSP mo- Monster Hunter. Wait, it has cats? Well, look at the image. There's lots of cats on it. But, no, see in the in the PSP Monster Hunters, you have a little partner who's a feline, and that's spelled with a Y, and uh, Why? helps you out because it is they're bad. felines. That's bad. It's our comic relief. Yes. Yeah, I guess right. so. I'll, I'll just keep it short. It's Monster Hunter. It's the third one for the PSP, or the third generation of Monster Hunters for the PSP. So if you are a big Monster Hunter fan, you're going to get a new one for the PSP in addition to the new one that's coming out for the Wii soon. So good for you. 
It's just going to take a while to get here since it was announced for what summer for Japan? What was in it? Well, it's it's like, oh no, not game? even end of year 2010 release for Japan. Mm. Is it brand new or is it like a port? Brand new. Brand new. All the all the all the 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 main series ones on the PSP are like original. Like they may have spin off. Each generation may have a follow up that's like the first one but better. Kind of like how, how Pokemon does. But like each new generation is wholly original. So it'll be a whole new whole new experience, including some uh, some uh, monsters and stuff from the Wii version. So so I guess it's not wholly new. Stuff. But, you know. Oh, Tails fans like to listen to our podcast. Well, I don't know why, since we hate Tails, but <laughs> Anna's actually okay, unmuted okay, her mic up. just to yawn. I like that. Let's not let's not say we hate it as much as we just don't play it. We don't play it. Anna, this this sounds like your story, right? She just like woke tails. up. She doesn't like Tails. She found yeah, she does sound like she just woke up. Uh, it was so exciting in my podcast. Oh, are we still talking? Okay. Because it's Tails. <laughs> All right. So uh, Namco announced a new Tails game. It's Tales of Fantasia X. It's a pair of remakes, so it's not really a new game. It's a pair of remakes. It's going to hit the PSP. Uh, the first title on the remake is Tales of Fantasia Cross Edition, which is a remix of the, I guess, the first PSP game. No, of the remake of the first Tales RPG in the whole series. I don't know that one. Okay. So it looks like it was already released on the PSP in 2006, and it's going to be part of this collection. And it's... Okay, great. And it's a remake of the first game in the series. Okay. And the second one is a remake, and it's a... Oh, it's a new remake. The second one's a new remake, Tales of Fantasia Narikiri Dungeon, which is an RPG that was released in Japan for the game by Color in 2000. And it's uh, set 100 years after the original Tales of Fantasia and blah, 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 blah. So look up two remakes, one that was already released, one that's new, and you will get it on, well, I don't know that it's coming out here, but Japanese will get it sometime later this year, and hopefully it'll come out here for the Tales fans that want something to play on the go. If I ever actually get around to playing a Tales game. (laughs) Well, this would be a good entry point if it's a remake of the first one. I still want to play the one on the Wii the monster stuff. Mm, how about how about an RPG for your iPhone? Oh, how uh, about that? I have an iPhone. Hey, Manny, is there something good you can play? I'm, it's funny. I'm the only person the on this podcast that doesn't have an iPhone. I know. It sucks I? for you. Can you get up, an iPod Touch? Yeah. Well, I don't have an or an iPad in, in, so you can play the games in high high res. Yeah. No, I'm the only one here that doesn't have an iPhone. Aren't I? An iPhone? I'm the only one out of the podcast that doesn't have an iPhone, right? Yes. No, yeah, you I don't have... have he doesn't have an iPhone. Manny has an iPod Touch. You have oh, an okay. iPod Touch. Okay. So does this Chaos Rings play on the iPod Touch? Absolutely. Okay. So what is Chaos Rings, Manny? Chaos Rings is an exciting new RPG from Square Enix. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that Made was my community manager. by the people manager. behind Vandalheart. Stella! No. Or, no, wait. Not Vandalheart. Wild Arms. <laughs> Arms. Wild Arms. Not, wow. the same, not the same game. Not anywhere yeah, close. Is. This is a collaboration between Media Vision and I Square Enix. I blame Ryan. I'm talking to him. <laughs> okay. So, so what do we know about it, Manny? Just that. Uh, we actually know quite a bit. Let me see. So, are you going to uh, tell me it? Or are you just going to tell me it? Totally no, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so, um, yeah, Media Vision, the guys behind Wild, Wild Arms, are making a brand new RPG for uh, the iPhone. And this isn't some like little port or remake. This is like a big budget Square Enix iPhone RPG. Okay. Uh, apparently, uh, let me get this right. Apparently, there's, uh, 
there's this big tournament that's going on and people are being pairs of people are being snapped up from around the world and they're being forced to fight and if they win they get eternal life and eternal youth well this sounds like the plot of a tekken or a street fighter or something something like that because uh you pick a pair, and the pair that you and the pair that you uh, play as ends, ends up fighting against the, all the other pairs. But then you can play. But then again, if you play through the game with all five pairs, you get the full story and the full and the full experience for what's actually happening to these people. So there's actually quite a bit of replay value from what I'm. So it's a one, different story for for what pair you choose at the beginning. Uh, each perspective, yeah. Okay. So each pair has a different perspective on what's going on, and you have to play through all of them to see what's really going on with the story. Okay. And how long is it? Do we know? Uh, no clue. Oh, no clue. When's it coming Sorry. out? So, I'm still trying to get all these links ready. Um, um, I think they said 20 to 25, but don't quote me on that. 20 to 25, 20 to 25 hours. hours. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. Do we know when they're when they're releasing it? Summer, end of year? Um, like I think that? according to Fami2, they said uh, sometime soon in 2010. Sometime yeah, soon. Yeah, this year. But yeah, great. we don't know if that's Japan. So or maybe Japan. a couple months. Maybe. I'm guessing before E3, honestly. Okay, fair enough. In Japan, oh. anyways. Oh, here's what Fami had to say. Um, I su- I was surprised at how smooth the 3D graphics were. Um, I honestly didn't think the iPhone was capable of such pretty 3D visuals. The controls are also innovative. You can touch and drag your finger anywhere on the screen to move your characters around. It doesn't rely on using one hand or the other, so it's really easy to play. Hmm. I and I I saw the trailer for this. They've got a site up. Just search for Chaos Rings or something. Get their main site. Yeah. And uh, they have a trailer, and it looks like a, I guess, kind of an early PS2 game as far as graphics quality. Yeah, goes. it looks. It's like the best looking iPhone game I've ever seen. Well, it's Square Enix. I think we just come to expect. Well, that. no, it's Media Vision. It's not really Square Enix, right? So they're just publishing, right? Yeah. It's under the Square Enix umbrella, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they always push the graphics. Even when they farm out their games to a third party, well, they I, always have like. This seems more like a publishing agreement than a than a farm out. But all right, what I think so? I don't know. Uh, is the director from Square Enix? Is that what it is? Um, I'd have to look more in the. There was title. like some. Funny. There's some name that old... they keep me- mentioning on the Twitter, on the 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 Square Enix mobile Twitter that sounds oh, like wait, the Square I can Enix get that staff up person. In one second. Oh, okay. Let me see. For those who want to follow it, we're NXDLG on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, let me see. We have the producer is Takihiro Ando. Takihiro Ando. Ando. Takihiro Ando. He has a website, Takihiro Ando. Oh, here we go. Um, there's oh, some big name him. people working on Chaos Rings, including uh, Yukinori Kitajima from 428. A scenario writer. We got a Yusuke Naora from Final Fantasy VII as character designer. We got uh, the Noriyasu Agematsu from Wild Arms Five for the music, and Ando as a producer. And is Ando from Square or Media Vision? I have no clue. Okay. <laughs> well, whatever. So it sounds like uh, that's why this game looks so oh, impressive. And the battle system actually looks really good from what we've seen. Is um, do we know how so it works? Can, yeah, you fight as a pair. You're always fighting as a pair, and uh, you can either fight individually or you can team up for a really powerful. You always team fight as a pair, but you can fight individually. No, I mean you can. You can <laughs> That's <laughs> what you just said. I kind of got well, You're always fighting as a pair of guys, right? Mm-hmm. You're, whenever you enter a battle screen, you're, you're two people. Yeah. And you can you can team up together for these for these big, elaborate, powerful team attacks, but they leave you vulnerable, and 
apparently you can only recover your HP outside of battle. Wait, outside of battle, it recovers automatically. Well, so, so how's it work? Am I just choosing commands like a traditional Final Fantasy? Is it some action oh, yeah, system? It's how's it? Oh, it's turn-based? Okay. Sorry, should have said that. So yeah, cool. well, here we go. During battle, you can choose between solo, pair, and escape, and an op- and optional commands where pair command. Wait, sorry. And pair pair commands cause more damage, but can inflict damage on both partners. And after you defeat enemies, the enemies' genes, which are special powers that you can equip, uh, will drop from enemies. And as you fight, you can uh, these genes level up individually. Well, this Actually, just turned like into a-, a Metal Gear game or something. I don't know what's going sorry. on. Sorry. <laughs> I know this Holy whole thing seems to join because I wasn't expecting. I was actually getting ready to go up to go to the bathroom when you said chaos strings. I'm like, damn! <laughs> <laughs> I had to go sit back down and find all these links. All right. So actually, uh, I'm just like, you, the are you actually gonna? Yeah. And it's wow. I mean, this is on an iPhone. I this told you. Really yeah, nice. yeah, you, you never listen to me. I tell you these things. No, 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 no. It's not that I don't listen to you. It's that I, this is because I'm listening to you. I had to go look at it. Oh, okay, okay. See. I like how I mean, they got like this big demonic rabbit looking thing in the background on the webpage. <laughs> or is that a yeah. pope? I don't know what that is, but it's weird. It's, it's skeleton. It's evil, whatever it's it is. Evil. And so are you is any of us gonna actually sit down and play this on their iPhone? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I have no interest in that because it just it I, seems like too long like of to, an experience. But I don't have the tools. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> you say that a lot about all of your games. Yeah, you say that about a lot of games. <laughs> Don't you have a 360? That's yeah, not why she's not playing 13. She just doesn't want to. Well, you know, Chris, even oh, okay. if you're not... I, I can can't afford it. If well, someone wants to buy me 13, I'll play it. All right, well, work hard. Maybe you'll get employee of the month. All right. <laughs> what, what's that, Manny? I was just saying, I could easily say how this wouldn't be your style of iPhone gaming, because you seem to play a lot of little iPhone games on the go, right? I... It's... Yeah. I mean, even Puzzle Quest... I, you can stop playing at any time. This one, it's like you're supposed to play. If it's like a square RPG, you're going to play for hours at a time. That doesn't seem comfortable. You know, honestly, I'm I'm happy Square Enix is taking this seriously as a platform. I'm, there's so many little throwaway games on this thing that it's nice to see, you know, something yeah. big and budget for the for those of us who actually do want to sit down with it for a couple hours. I mean, if they find it. a way of doing a big budget RPG like this that minimizes your interaction with the controls, which is, you know, the weakest part of the iPhone, then I'd be interested to see what they pull off. I don't know if it's the weakest part. I think just think it's the part that people have been trying to overlay like old traditional control mechanisms yeah. on a touch screen and just never really works that well. And it seems like they're not doing that in this one. Well, I think anything uh, that has you pounding a touch screen, which is basically the same as you drumming your fingers on a table for an hour at a time, that's not a good experience. So they need to come up with something different. Like what? I, you only have one button. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what, but they got to come up with something. If it's just you buttons. pounding your finger on That's glass, true. your fingers are not designed for that, and it's not something you're meant to do. So you need to come up with something different. You know, it's funny that you say that, but I've been playing Monkey Island on my iPhone. And I've yeah, been you, you, which, isn't that about sliding and tilting? Yeah, no, there's no tilt. Oh. Just sliding around and double tapping. Oh, okay. And it seems like from what this... And it sounds well, like now from see, what, sliding your fingers on glass is a different experience. Well, well, apparently what Famitsu is saying is just you you drag your finger where you want the guys to go, and in battle you're just tapping big gigantic buttons that say attack, pair. Okay. So. I, and I think big gigantic buttons makes a difference so that you can use the, the full pad of your finger rather than the tip because yeah. you're, you know, that you do pound the tip this... and it causes joint pain. But anyway. I was surprised to Don't learn that I could tip. use my nails <laughs> on the iPhone. Say what? 
You can't use your nails on no, the No, it is a it is a capacitive, capacitive screen. So you need something that's got some moisture. You know, I'll be honest, if they make a DS2, I really hope it's capacitive. I hate using a stylus. Well, you can get us you can Oh, okay. I like a stylus if it had a a decent stylus. The problem is They I mean, do make as... guys, they do make iPhone styluses. No, no, no. Oh, okay. What about the DS? Right. Is like the stylus they give you is clearly made for a 6-year-old. Well, then you need the XL. <laughs> um, it's not made for a six-year-old. It fits in my hands just fine. Thank you. Says the person with the six-year-old's hands. Yeah, Shut seriously. up! You're still as tall as a six-year-old. What are you talking about? I'm taller. Christian will catch up to you in a few years. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like I I I have to use two DSs this week. And I have to use my original DS, and I pull out the stylus, and I'm like, holy crap, how did I ever hold this thing? Why didn't so you like, get a big one, like Lost in Blue, fat log? I have actually a couple of Pokemon Yeah, that, that stylus is gigantic. If You can, oh, the, those, you, might, you might want to cut off the, the yeah, string no, or The something. only way I could play EBA was with that Pokemon stylus. Oh, really? Okay. Because I could get a strong enough grip that I wasn't like man. You, out you're sitting there hand. pounding that thing on your screen, and you don't have a screen Never protector? Never scratched it. Man. Nope. And it's all right. Okay, thank you. Jump thank you, Rolling Stones. All right. Hey, no problem. <laughs> oh, that was in the game, wasn't it? All right. Yes, it was. That was the last that. level. That was the last song. That is one hard level, too. Yeah. All right. So it's you guys think Final Fantasy 15? Because it had so many of those stupid rolling things. So you think uh, Final Fantasy 15 is coming out for the iPad? No. no. <laughs> Not anytime soon. All right. Ah. Uh, I'm wondering how long before the Final Fantasy 15 announcement. Because mm. they did a lot of, like, I, I swear, like, after they released 13, it's like all of the Square Enix Final Fantasy department went to soul-searching. It's like, okay, what are we going to do? And I'm like, that's so weird. I'm so used to you having three or four of them in the queue that your soul-searching happens, you know. Well, they're obviously not upset. Um, they announced just, uh, what, couple days ago that Final Fantasy 13 shipped more than a million units in North America in the five days following its March release. And so apparently that's the best first week sales for a Final Fantasy ever, which ever. is, of course, unsurprising considering the market is bigger every time. <laughs> and it's a multi-platform release for the first time. Yeah, so <laughs> what a shock. I, it's only a million, right? Only. Well, well I, I, I know, but, you know, what did, like, Halo or, or like, Modern Warfare well, That's what 2... someone said. It was like, yeah, it's it's not a... Your two to three million. I mean, even it's a very, very, you know, any company would kill for these sales, but you know, it's it's still not top end. But you know, whatever. Obviously, Square is very happy, and they should be, um, despite their interesting marketing strategies that went well. Yeah. Oh, it is, isn't it? Five million global, which is crazy. Right, and that's. I mean, that's the first time I've heard a number that big for a Final Fantasy game that was less than half in Japan. And 3 million units were shipped to North America and Europe. That, of course, does not mean sold. That means shipped, which is difference. Right. Um, so if you go to your GameStop, it'll be there. And <laughs> we'll see numbers that are smaller than this in the March MPDs when they come out, um, just because that's how it works. MPDs don't cover all the sales. so um, Like the largest retailer in the nation. Yeah, Walmart. <laughs> But well, it'll be interesting to see how it did. Apparently, it will do quite well. I wonder if it will chart top. I don't think so, given God of War and stuff. But you know, it won't get first. No. It, but mm-hmm. it was it was the f- first on Amazon for like two weeks. Good. Yeah, but I mean, it's and that's, a lot that's of people replacing the Wii. 
A lot of people will pre-order like. There were RPG. only five hundred thousand pre-orders. Okay. So a only Final half Fantasy. A Final Fantasy thirteen. How do you know that? It was in their press release when they did five million. They were talking oh, okay. about how many pre-orders there were. Temp- okay. So f- only only half of the sales in the U.S. were pre-orders. Interesting. Ten percent well, pre-orders. That's nice though. Of the, yeah. Of overall. No, no, that was North America only. Five million in North America. No, five hundred thousand pre-orders in North America. Okay. Uh, of the million, the, sold. that was half the game. Half the million sold. Yeah. So um. Wow, pre-ordering, they've, they've really convinced a lot of people that pre-ordering is important, haven't they? Consid- for a game that had no bonus for pre-orders. I know, for no collector's it. edition, no nothing. goodies, no nothing. You still got 500,000 people to do it, including me. GameStop's interest accounts did well. <laughs> Amazon for me, but okay. <laughs> actually, way. Amazon doesn't get an interest because they don't charge until they ship Oh, they them. don't charge. Oh, yeah. Nice. Neither does GameStop, actually. No, they do. They nope. take your money. Yes, they do. If, if you, you order, order online, online they, they oh, if you do order online, okay. Yeah. yeah, if you order online, they hold. They just hold your card. They don't actually charge it. Okay. That's. I'm surprised at them, but there must be a reason they have to do that online. There must be some states they can't take because I can something. cancel. Well, the, no. I mean, there must be some states that you can't, you know, do that sort of thing or something like that. Yeah, possibly. Not this state. Yeah, not this state. <laughs> All right. Uh, Interesting. Uh, so Square Enix is doing pretty well. Sega has been getting bashed by you know the press lately. So what? they had People an interesting pay attention to them. I, know. I mean, they release games and don't tell you. <laughs> 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 they released three games last week. I didn't see a single press release. Three? What were they? Yeah. Well, Infinite Space, uh, Infinite which Space. we saw, we, we we talked about on here. Yakuza three, but we didn't actually get a press release. Oh, I guess that was yeah. The week we didn't. Before. We didn't get any press releases. All Yakuza right. three, and then there was a third one. Um, well, that wasn't was last it, week. That was the week fate. before for Yakuza 3. Oh, well, okay. We three this month, and Resonance of Fate is the third one. Yeah. I mean, we knew about all those, though. We know because we cover it, but yeah. did you see press release, news, no. advertising, anything? I just figured that... No, What was nothing. her name? She doesn't... Maybe she were off their list for some reason. <laughs> no, they didn't I, do it. I must have, you know, because of those comments I made on their blog, maybe they banned us. What do you do now? I said it sounded... I. Come oh, on. I remember that. I you suck. Signed RPG. I did not say that. <laughs> what? 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 I, I, missed I this. commented that it seemed their 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 reasoning behind the Yakuza three omission sounded like a bunch of baloney. Like somebody internally was not, you know, happy with Being the content. Entirely in the US. honest about it. Yeah, yeah, something something was wrong. And Did you signed it the RPG cast. I made sure that there was a link to the RPG cast on my comment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm commenting on a mainstream blog. Someone might read it and link to, you know, I want some publicity. <laughs> RPG cast, those guys are publicity. edgy. Say what? <laughs> yeah, we're bitchy, man. <laughs> I want them to come and complain on the show. You know, controversy is a good well? thing, right? No, it didn't matter. <laughs> Nothing didn't happened. But, you know, maybe she didn't like it. Maybe, uh, what's her name? Um, you know, the Sega, per- it's the Sega girl. She has an interesting name. No, I get pressed. Oh yeah. Uh hang on. <laughs> I can't remember I her name now, but I have it stored somewhere important because you were like so excited about this. Yeah. Yeah, because uh when I did Valkyria Chronicles I had a uh preview that they quoted part of it for advertisements. Foo. 
Thu, yeah, Chu, Chu. Thank you. Something like that. Whatever. Make yeah, it's T H U. Yeah. Be in the music. Anyway, I don't know. Very hard to pronounce. <laughs> Continue. Two. Yeah. So she was. Yeah. It, nothing from her. You know. Maybe she. Maybe she quit. Maybe. I haven't seen stuff from her in a long time because Sega now uses. Hang on. Oh, they switched. Sega uses uh, one PR now. Because I saw her at, at TGS, so. Well, I will say that I don't hear much about Sega from one PR. Mm. So. Or... I guess one PR talk only to talks one PR to one a lot. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. It's yeah, one PR is in, char- is in charge of th- 11 and 14. Oh, yeah, oh, that's, that's which, Tyrone. Who in one, who okay. in one PR well, do you talk to? Tyrone, like, Tyrone. all the time. Yeah. This is Kyla. Well, you give uh, give Tyrone some crap for not sending out any press releases about Sega's games. Okay. Narg. I'll get right on that. Well, because you will. You will. That's the kind of... I you, know you, I will. You will. I know it'll happen. All right. So now we got that going. Um, they, they made a statement. Somebody, I don't know who... Let's see, the publisher, I like it. Okay, Sega's Mike Hayes, whoever Mike Hayes is. He had an interview with Computer and Video Games. He said, <clears throat> it's important that our old IPs are respected, and we need to deliver a good product. And in some instances, we have done that. <laughs> I like that. In some instances, we have in done many that. instances, we haven't. <laughs> Look back at when we redid Sega Rally. When the heck was that? All right. It scored well and was moderately successful commercially. But then with other great franchises like Golden Axe, we didn't produce a great game at all. <laughs> Yes. Did anybody buy that, no. that Golden Axe no. remake? No. no. You know what? You know, and this is the thing is this is actually really relevant for us because they still have not brought back the original Shining Force TRPG model. Mm-hmm. And they keep making these Shining Force ARPGs. Yep. And that's cool because I mean there were Shining games that were AR- ARPGs before and after the TRPGs. But I mean the 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 three Shining Force games. Wait, what Shining Force really? action RPG existed before Shining Force the Tactical Shining in the Darkness? That's not an action RPG. <laughs> Is it? It was a first person RPG. It's a first person. That's was, not an action RPG. It's like so wizardry. <laughs> that's an action from, RPG. In my opinion, anyways. <laughs> All right. In, in anyway. my in my opinion, that's really where we really saw like the action RPGs evolve from. Sega Rally was remade in 2006 and 2007. Yep. But anyways, we haven't seen any of those TRPGs. And there's no good reason why, because they sold exceedingly well. And when you ask people about their Shining series, the first games they're going to talk to you about is Shining Force. Why haven't we seen more Shining Wars games? <laughs> because we're worried about them screwing up the next Sonic. All right. Oh, James is messaging. Uh oh. Oh yeah, they're Shining Force Feather. What is? Oh, what? Is that the one where you're crying because it was so bad? James, help me out, man. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes. Okay. I wanted to make sure it was the right game. Yeah, that was not uh, good. It was I don't first think. Shining TRPG since the original Shining Force ones, and Sega actually passed on localizing it. <laughs> good job. It was like you dicks. So me and Jooms are going to sit here shaking our fists. Damn you! Bring it over. So it never came out here. No. Was it any good? Um. Jooms, help you out, man. No, <laughs> on your own, buddy. 
Put Jooms on the call. <clears throat> he doesn't want to be on the podcast. He's too shy. Oh, now he's messaging me. I hope not. <laughs> he's like, so I'm going to help someone else. <laughs> no. <laughs> doesn't say. Um, I see one review for Shining Force Feather got an 80%, and that was from Games TM, which what I assume is an Inforce. Well, I, I'm, I'm on game rankings. I'm, they don't game cover rankings doesn't do Famitsu for some I know. reason. I know. They don't cover dumb. like uh, they don't cover uh, foreign reviews. Well, yes, they do, and that's what pisses me off. What? If you do an English import review, they'll cover it. That's not a foreign review. That's a local oh. review of a foreign game. It's <laughs> right. stupid. It's it's, it's actually it's <laughs> semantics. Shining Force Feather. Yeah. Shining Force Feather was made by Flight Plan. Okay. And that is very relevant to my cult because they did Summon Night. Oh, aren't they okay. good? Wasn't Summon Night good? Yeah, okay. the Summon Night games were good. Mm. Particularly the Game Boy Advance ones. Okay. I really liked them. I think I reviewed them. Well, they, didn't they the remake them for PSP Advance. or something? I don't no? know. Okay. They Maybe had not. a DS game, but it uh, it wasn't like the Swordcraft stories. Okay. But I also think it also reviewed well. Mm. Uh, they also did the Black and the Matrix series, but I don't think we've seen any of those. Jim's likes them. Interesting. So, go and cry a tear over the good Shining Force games not coming out here. <laughs> no, um, anyway, back to, the, back to the story. He said, going forward, if we're going to look at any existing IP to bring out the locker... To bring out the locker? Okay. We have to make <laughs> sure we get the quality to a level we now expect. You know, from you guys, we don't expect quality, so that's an interesting statement. Say, I'm not saying which game, we're surprised. I'm not saying which IP it would be—a Streets of Rage, Crazy Taxi, whatever. What we have to do now is, okay, did Sega? I'm do, not going to say what hey, IP it is. I'm just going to drop some of our did successful. Did Sega IP do that? Uh, did Sega do that um, spray paint game for the Dreamcast? Jet Set Radio uh-huh. Future. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh-huh. Sega. That's what people want, isn't it? They put that on the 360 too. They did. Yeah, it was part of a bundle. You could get it. Um, you get a two disc thing with your 360. I have it. Really? It it came with um, the other names escaping me. But yeah, I only played Jet Set Radio Future. I didn't play the other game. I can't I realize that was, was out on the on the on the Jet Grind Radio. Jet Grind Radio is that what it was called? Okay. No, it's. No, it was. Yeah, I remember that package. It was Jet too. Set Radio Future. Well, no, Jet Grind Radio was the North American game. Name, no, Jet Grind Radio is the Dreamcast one. Yeah, that's the name of the game. It's Jet Set Radio in Japan, Jet Grind Radio in North America. Gotcha. All right. And then Jet Set and Radio. It was original Future Xbox the, says where For the Badger, Xbox. Where Badger, yeah. 360. Or, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, for the original Xbox. But they changed music in one of those, right? There's some. Okay. I don't, I, I'm wondering, just for personal curiosity, can someone put in the forums um, kind of the what, which version of those games, the Dreamcast or the 360 or the Xbox ones, I should get? Like, which one's better? Because I'd love to know, personally. But anyway, um, the point being, that he doesn't mention that, but that's what I always hear Sega fans saying they want more of, you know, Jet Set Radio. Uh, but then the uh, other, let's see, what else he says? What we have to do now is build something that is 85% plus rated. Oh, so he's going after game rankings or, or Metacritic. We, we can't just get away with PR. Well, no sh- <laughs> Sorry, mm. I got to censor that. But... <laughs> well, I mean, seriously. <laughs> we can't just get away with PR because you don't do any. Yeah, I mean, How are you going to get away with it when you don't have any? But let's, let's be honest. We trashed Square Enix for their 13 PR. But they did but some. At least they had PR to trash. 
Okay. They advertised the game on, you know, it may have been to an audience I didn't think was the most effective, but they advertised it on TV. That's PR. What have you done? <laughs> Nothing. Lie, they, they, lie, they lie, lie. You. Nothing. <laughs> they quoted me like two years ago. Three oh, years ago. See, he's bitter. He's, he had his taste. Uh, I'm bitter because my quote's not on the website for Valkyria Chronicles. They have, other, they have other they have other news quotes on the website for Valkyria Chronicles, but not mine. Yeah, but you were on the print ads. I was on the print ads, but I want something I can show to people easily without having to go home and unwrap my EGM copy or something, you know. I'm, hey, I'm I just... still have like my my old newspaper clipping of when the Washington Post interviewed me. Nice. There you go. Why did the Washington Yay. Post interview? Uh well, she just bombed a building, so no. Wait, what? <laughs> they were interviewing journalists at E three. Oh, that's right. Yes, I remember that. That was cool. Yes. So wait, did they mention RP Gamer my name in the yes. in the post? Yes. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, that is. We got cool. that the much coveted sixty year old demographic. That's right. <laughs> They're like, I don't play games. I don't get. So it. I'm They're sorry. Scary. I just thought that was a funny comment from him about be. PR and what they need to do. They need to release a good game and they need to they advertise. Try it. To that's PR all they need to do. First. It's so simple. I don't know why they can't do this. Come up with a good game. Advertise it. VN. Question, question, question. <laughs> Profit. <laughs> it seems so hard, you know? I, I, I don't know. I don't, it must be very hard being in PR. All right. Step one, release. It's true. Step one, release game. Step two. Step three, profit. <laughs> you advertise it. <laughs> it's not that hard. All right. My Mass Effect 2 Firewalker DLC has a date. March 23rd, and I apologize if we reported that before. It's so hard to keep up with all the repetitive Mass Effect news, whether or not we've reported on it before or not. But I just wanted to also, put that out for you. Also, even though it's not an RPG, uh, for those of you that played it and enjoyed Heavy Rain, there is DLC coming April 1st. Yes, and it's not a joke. What it is is if you pre-ordered the game, you got the first episode of like this uh, DLC content that's coming out. Yeah, the taxidermist. Yes. That, that's the best part. Is so, It's coming out April 1st, and it's called the taxidermist. Why is that the best part? Because it's April know. Fools. How is a taxidermist related to April Fools? I don't know. Well, obviously, <laughs> if you play with dead animals, the joke's on you. <laughs> oh. Um, please note, if you pre-ordered the game, you already have this content because you got it with your game. That was your pre-order bonus. So this is for everybody who didn't pre-order it. They get that for four ninety nine. They get that first episode. So good for them. Um, Firewalker sounds good though. Everyone's gonna play it. Ooh. I don't know. The Firewalker, that's the new ship thing they're adding to B- Mass Effect 2. Yeah. It's free. I'm off it's Mass free. Well, yeah, I'll still yep. holding off. Well. You get to pay, however. You get to, they <laughs> announced that you get to pay for new costumes for Thane, Jack, and what was the other person? Um, Morden or something like that. Oh, wait, Th- Morgan. Mor- no, Morden. No. Oh, I Who thought it was it? Uh, Garrus. Garrus. Okay, Garrus, Thane, and Jack are getting new Did costumes. They fix his armor? For $2, they get new costumes. I don't know. I hope that you do fix if his armor. If they fix his armor, then I'll then think it. it might be it. worth $2, <laughs> no. but this is, that's the sort of thing that should be free, don't you think? New costumes? No, costumes uh, should always it's cost. So, it's so throwaway that if you want. Thing. Why yeah. is that what they're charging for? I don't because know. it costs money to make new assets. Well, it costs money to make the vehicle missions. A lot but more that's part money. Of the $10 program, yeah, but people though. get more upset about content being blocked with money than just random crap. Well, this is as the as the blog article I read said. This is the horse armor again. Hey, I'd rather than <laughs> sell, I'd rather than sell costumes I don't care about than 
to try to sell me uh, a, a new ship that I might never buy otherwise. All right. Free ships for yep. everyone. All right. Free ships for everyone. All right. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and uh, also, there's that upcoming Kas- Kasumi, Kasumi, whatever pack. And uh, the hazy pack. You have to pay for that too. But that's like actual. You get a whole character and like missions. So yeah, I'd rather pay if I'm getting if I'm paying. I want something like that. But oh well. <laughs> whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's just like Avatar clothes. You don't need them, right? It's just, this is just crazy. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Oh. And this is why I'm holding off because I know later they'll just slap it together and be like, here's all and the DLC for 20 bucks. Here, here's the thing, Chris, is $2 is an impulse buy. Uh huh. And they're going to yeah. get a lot of people. Especially if people like them. Buy. I like that, Garrus. I want him a new costume. Hmm. That right. kind of thing. Yep. It makes him awesome. Fair enough. You fair can enough. color shift him into red. Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> um, we got some news on that. Uh, Awakening obviously came out last week. We got a uh, review coming up next. But uh, first we have some comments from them that uh, Ray, Muz- Ma- Ray Muzika. Just, just uh, call him Dr. Ray. Dr. Ray. Dr. Ray, <laughs> Dr. Ray yeah. from Bioware. He was asked how many uh, Dragon Age sequels to expect. He uh, said, we're planning for 17 games. Of course, he was joking. Uh, both Mass Effect and Dragon Age are franchises, so they have different strategies and different kinds of story arcs, but we plan on continuing to make games and worlds and expanding on those worlds in both franchises. Uh, both in different ways, but we want to continue to provide content to fans, whether that be separate games or new adventures that have very different kinds of gameplay. So we have some cool stuff for both of them that we're exploring that'll be fun and different for the fans and yet in a familiar setting at the same time. My goodness. So Dr. Gred also said, in that ca- in the case of Dragon Age, it's exciting because there's this whole timeline and geography. So with Mass Effect, we're constantly thinking about the trilogy. But with Dragon Age, it's more open and you can put more all over the place. 1766, infinite. Infinite games for the Dragon Age universe. He laughs. So they basically didn't tell us anything. Oh, <laughs> that was a, they I can think release a lot. say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh. it's nice that they are... That they're not shoehorning all of their games into the same business model. No, this is baloney. What this is, is Mass Effect is a directed trilogy, and it will be a trilogy. Dragon Age will make as many as you'll buy. Yeah, that's but what that's they just not said. a bad thing. No, I know. And I mean, that's, that's fine. Nothing unexpected. That's good to know going into it, though, because, I mean... I don't need to know it going into it, do I? Well, it's kind of obvious. I mean, um, they recently released some wallpaper on their website that oh, shows no, up basically. Wallpaper. Well, well, let me let me get to it. It's, it's a world map showing just a tiny little section of where Ferelden is, and then you look uh, at the larger empire. I mean, the larger section of the world. This is only one continent. They could easily. Well, that was true like, with Baldur's Gate as well, and they didn't go to the rest of the world. I think they plan to with this one. All right. Because nothing else in the there, there's no other properties out there exploring the rest of the world like there were with with Dungeons and Dragons, I suppose. I mean, there's like a little island up in the north that could easily be like a little portable. Oh, game. this map I've be... seen this, and that and this itself is not even the whole world. No, it's just tiny little section of where we were, and Ferelden yeah. was huge. Yep. Can link that for the chat room people. All right, there you go, chat room people. Yeah, gay chat room, yay chat room people. All right, so um, yeah, look forward to more Dragon Age stuff. And one more thing about Dragon Age, I think that came out. Let's see. Um, Dragon Age, since Dragon Age Origins came out, um, inside the retail copy was a... You mean Awakening. Awakening, yeah. Inside the retail copy of the expansion, which I need to go pick up. 
Oh, I'll pick it up mm. when I'm actually ready to play it. Um, inside, inside is a card, and on that is Big Red Dragon, who's like, rar. It's weird because he's acting like a cat, but whatever. Um, it is the strangest looking dragon. So, and above that is a date, February 1st, 2011. No surprise. Do you remember the so earning we, call? The... Well, we don't know what that means. Do you know what that means, Manny? Do you remember their 2010, I mean, their earning call recently with no. two investors? What'd they say? And they sort of like, they laid out what their future plans were. They laid out that they're going to do a Dragon Age in 2011 for uh, handheld and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Oh. So this, is, link, so this isn't Dragon Age 2, this is Dragon Age for handheld? It could easily be Dragon Age 2. It can it's be both. going to be a Dragon Age game. We mm-hmm. just don't know which one yet. Well, I mean, I didn't know they were planning a handheld game. Um, oh, the interesting thing is, is that I actually think this is going to be DAA 2 because of the timing. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, and I am- I, I'm, I'm going to kind of paraphrase what I said in the forums. It's basically... We know from past experience, no one wants to release games in January and February this year was sort of the exception to that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter what time you download. It doesn't matter what time you release a downloadable title. Why would and this be downloadable? From talking, it's, you can get it through almost every single major download source. You can get it via Impulse. You can get it via Gamersgate. Um, in fact, Gamersgate, you had an, uh, you got it preloaded. So if you pre-ordered it, you well, what, could download like twelve hours. Why early. does it matter? I, I, I guess I don't understand your comment about it not mattering <clears throat> when you release a download title. Because up to half of the sales for DA, possibly more, were actually downloadable. For it P- wasn't oh, because box it was sales. a PC game, and that's where all the PC sales are going anyway. Right. The majority of the PC sales were actually downloaded. But this Dragon Age is not just a PC game. I know that. That's an important thing to remember. It is an Xbox 360 and PS3 game as well. So they would need to release on all three at the same time. I strongly suspect that the PC was their strongest platform. Hmm. I don't know. The point being DLC sells no matter what time of the year it is. Sure, I suppose. The same way? Yeah. You really think that a Christmas release, even if it's digital, you know, just because it's digital, Christmas release doesn't have the same... Zing that a retail release has? No, I don't think so. I think I people think so. are really so focused if, if on If anything, presents. that sounds like, yeah, but that sounds, to me, what that makes it sound like, Anna, is that they shouldn't be planning a digital release and they should be planning a November release Mm-mm. in order to get the Christmas sales for their Xbox and PS3 SKUs. No, because if the majority of their sales came from people downloading the game... I, it makes sense to cater to I don't, the downloadable crowd. That's, no, the majority of their PC sales. That doesn't mean yes. the majority of their sales. Okay. A lot of their sales came from downloads. Right. But if you could infl- if you have an easy way of boosting the rest of your sales, would you not take that? It depends on the trade-off. If you are going to get less download sales and more... Well, you said uh, it doesn't matter what time of year. You'll get the same download sales anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So this will boost the retail sales and you'll still have the same download sales based on your own logic from earlier. No, then I will change what I say. Okay. (laughs) DLC sells no matter what time of the year except for Christmas. Except for Christmas. Yeah, I suspect that Download sales actually drop in November and December. Well, what are you basing that on? Just talking with people that work at Gamerskate and Impulse. Hmm. 
And from the amount of we talk, from the amount that all of us talk to each other about what we got for Christmas, Ian actually asked for three downloadable PC games this year. He got two of them in physical copy. Hmm. You know, I'm I'm trying to make like a relevant point. I'm just not connecting the dots really well. Do you sort of see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Not sort really. Of, I'm not getting really. distracted by pictures in the Skype chat. I don't know why we've got Dead Space <laughs> 2 pictures now all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on. We're all trying right. to find... I asked for the, to see the dragon picture. I put it, It's on the story. Click the link. I don't click your link. That's the link you found, Mike. Was this, oh, right. <laughs> that, was the, that was it. It was right there. It's a Never picture. Looked. It's got its claw up like a lucky cat or whatever. It's weird. Um, and it's lucky flying. cat. Yeah, like right. in Japan with the cat. With I was the also making fun of Villanova, so I got distracted. All right. Well, <laughs> you make fun of your basketball teams. All right. Well, no, let's no, move no, no. On. I right. mean, there's precedence for this. No, no. We're gonna move yes, on. Moving on. We're moving on. Because the biggie sucks and is <laughs> no, overrated. No. And the Pac-10 was underrated and kicked their butt. All right. So look forward to Dragon Age Two or something like <laughs> it next year. In the meantime, Dragon Age Origins Awakening came out. We've got a review of it mac reviewed it gave it a three and a half out of five what that's that not good mediocre he discussed the score <laughs> in some detail in the forum thread hang on let me pull up his comments since he's not here dragon mm. age origins awakening staff review okay apparently there's a character who has a kitten and his name is sir pounce a lot the, the, the kitten um, so Ocelot asked that sounds awesome. if the, <laughs> Ocelot asked if the end game choices were reflected in Awakening. And Max says all of that is very awkwardly handled and honestly doesn't really matter in Awakening. Other than some very minor minor dialogue here and there, it doesn't really matter what choice you made. Even one really even one really big choice at the end of DAO. And he says something spoilery, but I don't want to go over it. Yeah, don't go over it. Um And someone else asked another question, which he answered. Or maybe I'm thinking of a different thread. Well, anyway, sounds like it's very... Uh, I, I remember talking to him a little bit, and he felt that the whole thing was kind of awkward. So it was and awkward? He, yeah, he basically, well. Well, you get this to go is to Dragon Orla- Age Light. All right, well, you this get to go to Orlais, though, right? Which is kind of the French country that was in the first one, and so that's that's cool if you want to see that. Right? Because mm-hmm. it will never be in any other game. Yeah. That's nice. Um, I heard the biggest complaint is maybe the value proposition of the game. What is it? Because um, we were all spoiled by Fallout 3 in a lot of ways from what I'm hearing. And, you know, 10 bucks, you get like a 6 to 10 hour experience yeah. for some of the DLC. Right. This and one's $40. 40 bucks. For how much? And you can finish it like in 15 hours. 15 hours? Some, that's, well, a that sounds, that's a game designed for me. I like that. <laughs> Except I'll wait till they drop the price. Yeah, I'll well, probably pick g- up given how later. far behind I am in Dragon Age, it's, <laughs> it might be dropped by You're the time I get around. You're still ahead of it. me. I know, and I there's that's still the sad for me part. I know it's I a big it game, bad. and I've got that I've the... got that actual four pay DLC that came out that I need to do as well. So, you actually bought it? No, it's the five dollar. Like no, there's that five dollar DLC that I I bought the digital bucks to buy it, but it got delayed, so I never got around to actually buying it. Oh, you mean the the Warden's Keep? Not Warden's Keep. Oh, not the, not the storage area. Yeah, Ostagar. Return to Ostagar. Did All I right. get that? I don't have no idea No, anymore. because that wasn't out when you were playing. But did a part... Uh, whatever. I'm so <laughs> there was so much crap trying to buy this game, it just drove me insane. 
Yeah, that was not one of the that was not one of the free things. It was not a pre-order bonus. It was its own but thing that was released. What did the digital no, deluxe? No. No. Okay. It was a wholly uniquely released thing that came out a couple months ago. Oh, and screw that noise. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that offensive to you. All right. So I'm offended of good so thing, way. Good things from Mac's perspective are Anders and Sir Pounce a lot. Uh, that it's close to being Dragon Age 2, that you get new class specializations. Um, it's bad because it doesn't feel like an expansion, kind of more like a mini-game, which that's interesting because that makes it seem like... Um... No, I don't know what that makes it seem like. Okay, I... Like, in a, like a follow-up. I was going to say like a Neverwinter expansion, but I'm not sure oh. if that's how those work either. So characters lack depth, not found in the main game, and it needs more choices with impact, which I, I suppose... Dragon Age just doesn't seem to do choice that well, even in the original game, because your choices like, you take all those opening stories and make all these choices, they don't matter. <laughs> so it's like I'm sure not sure do. how much. No, they don't. Oh, they don't. They the don't. most important decision ever: Morgan or Liliana. Well, that's or not in ever. the opening mission. Oh. And you can do about both. All the, the hero origins. You can pull off. Well, that's both. the. <laughs> Wait, you're you saying those are the choices both? that impacted me the most? Oh, you just have to do one, one before the other, Mike. Is that the one where you go in and do the rat stuff? Well, in one of the stories, yes, you kill rats. <laughs> Is that okay. the one where you do the rat stuff? Yes, that's one of the elf stories. Yep. Okay. No, it's not. It's one of the I, I sort of watched Ian play a little oh, bit. Oh, the human oh, the human thing. Yeah, they had rats, too. Yep. You kill rats, and you're covered in blood. And they're like these little tiny rats. Yeah, you turn Yes! Yeah, yes, he was laughing about that. Thank After you. every battle, you must quench your thirst. The messiest killer ever. <laughs> so you just pick up the rat, dog. and you squeeze it over your face. That's what it really looked like. What the hell? No. It's what it looked like. Yeah, it's true. You picked up the rat and just rubbed your face. Oh, we're going to change the subject now. So um, (laughs) a game that has no rats with no squeezing of blood. Final Fantasy XIII um, was reviewed by Adrian, so you can count on it not being a five out of five. And let's Ooh, that was just mean. (laughs) That's true, though. He's given five out of five Has he? All right. Yes. We're gonna go. Would you like me to name the number of games that he's given five Uh, five. Name the most recent one. Hang on, pulling up the archive. Something in two thousand three. Okay, while she's pulling up the archive, let me. uh, I found that story I was referring to earlier. Uh, (laughs) We moved on. Fine, forget it. What is it about, Manny? Demon Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Oh, okay. Demon Souls. Final Fantasy twelve. Final Fantasy twelve. No, it's. I'm going through as far as Final Fantasies are concerned, it's recent. <laughs> uh, Super Paper Mario. Uh, oh, what? Not, Super Mario. Oh, whoa, whoa, Super Paper Mario. He gave a five out of five. He did. Uh, that oops. game is awesome. <laughs> it's not a five out of five game. What's wrong with Super Paper Mario? It's not a five like out of five. Best game. RPG on the. N64. It's not an RPG. Yeah, seriously, Super best Paper RPG. Mario is the Wii game, Manny. Oh. Doesn't if it was, if it it was Paper RPG? Mario and the Thousand Year Door, I could see the argument for it, though it still isn't a five out of five game. But Super fact, Paper Mario, um, no. We have two staff reviews. No, Paper Mario One is crap. That is the boringest game ever. You're the boringest. No, game Paper ever. Mario One is junk. Seriously. That's right, missed high five. <laughs> the right there. Yeah, for for the record, it's actually we actually have two Super Paper Mario reviews that are five out of five. Oh, give me a break. Yeah, but one was by Ish, so it doesn't really count. It's the power of the Wii, man. Apparently it didn't matter. Yeah, the power of the Wii. 
It was the uh, whatever, whatever. No, that's fine. I, he gives lots of four and a half. That yes, hit my brain. Like, Rogue Galaxy. All right. Persona so Final four. Fantasy thirteen. Adrian gave a four and a half out of five. He says a fantastic, fast-paced combat system, great cast of characters, breathtaking visuals, but it was a terrible first impression, and the early level design is exceedingly linear. Well. Half the game is exceedingly linear. Let's just make it clear that you're getting that if you go into it. But we talked about that earlier. Um, I don't know if there's more we need to say about it. Is there? Nope. No. We've kind of discussed it. We've been playing it. We love it. Michael and I love it. And um, it's different. And then there's and I'm marks. hunting marks that makes me happy. I mean, the story As is... As Steve Jobs would say, think different. This is not going to go down as the best Final Fantasy ever, but it's not going to be... It's not going to go down as the worst it, either. It's not going to even go down as being anywhere in the middle. It's definitely in the upper tier. This is a good one, in my it opinion. It really annoys me because if you seriously but... go just by Metacritic, mm-hmm. it's going to go down as one of the worst Final Fantasies. Which is baloney. And that drives me insane. Yeah, this is why Metacritic because... is. That's why Metacritic and game rankings are the worst sites on the internet as far as video games are concerned. They should know, be banned and, and just... no one should reference them anymore. I wish I never heard about them at work. Ever. Well, and you do, and it just drives me insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're so. crap. Well, start, start, start the rebellion. Say Metacritic is useless. It's stupid. Stop listening to it. Just I tell people. We'll get right on that. Tell, yeah. Hey, you don't have to deal with marketers and the PR people all the time, so start the revolution among the other people. I can say, my start boss freeing is people's yeah, start freeing people's minds from the 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 cap the captiveness of. You didn't hear Metacritic. what I said. Your boss is marketing. Well, don't talk to him. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I sorry, I can't talk to you anymore until you stop. <laughs> until you Medi- stop with this Metacritic <laughs> crap. I mean, really, man, what are you thinking? Such a stupid site. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I hate Metacritic. I, it, only our industry would be so stupid to choose a site that has no quality control over the review choices as the the standards oh, bearer for it, bonuses. Like, you're going to tie better. your salary voluntarily to a site that you can't control the crap that they put into it. You're nuts. I also like the fact that they secretly wait the reviews. They what? Oh, they, they do. They wait them. Yeah. yeah, they wait the reviews. And we're gonna we're gonna base base They've people's salaries that. on this. Seriously. Yeah, it's in their fact, but they don't tell you what gets weighted or how. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> it's like, you don't base you, your salary; you base your bonus off it. Yeah, which people take salary cuts because of the supposed bonuses. I don't know. I, I'm production. Yeah, not you because you're not on that side the, of things. I don't get the development bonus. It's I get the production bonus. Unbelievable! What kind of crappy. It should be illegal, honestly, and I don't know how to make it illegal. But there should be a movement, and it should be outlawed it's, to do that sort of thing. In the contract you sign. Let's you start, start an internet petition. No, let's not start an internet. Let's, let, <laughs> wow. let's, let's start something wow, that, that would awesome, work. That was awesome, Manny. Yeah. Thank you. Let's start something that would actually work. <laughs> You're welcome. That was great. I try. Start a union is what they need. They need a developers union. It'll never happen. So the writers much. union. Well, yeah, there is the writers union. Yeah. The Gamers Guild of America? No, not the gamers. I, the gamers don't need more of a voice. We need... <laughs> they're loud need enough. less of a voice. <laughs> we, need, we need someone for the developers. Oh, uh, ugh, Sorry, that just got me upset. Final Fantasy XIV, Michael, what's new in the world of Final Fantasy XIV? Oh. Oh, right, in the story. <laughs> I was like, wait, I can't see. Okay. Um, there, are new, there are classes, or what they call disciplines... And I just lost that story. Gosh darn it. Um, so basically the class is divided into four 
Yeah. Um, there's going to be like the the crafting one, which I think is interesting. Wait, wait. So yeah. your main class could be crafting? Yeah. Or it could be gathering. I mean, you can go out and and be this class. It's not like you're. You so know, I have to choose. Like I can choose to either be somebody who can kill monsters. Or can you can craft, choose on the fly. Or I can gather. Yeah, that's the thing is you choose on the fly. So you oh. can go out and maybe you're an archer, but then you switch to your gathering class so you can gather something and get skill in that. I have to. How do I switch? That sounds annoying. Do I have to go back to town to switch? No, no you switch you on, on the fly. Your weapon. Oh, it's based on the weapon you're using and your skill set. So is, I can't just click on a bush. I have to like equip a scythe or something. Well, yeah. Yeah. You, you had to do that anyway in 11 when you went to gather something. To do it you had to MMOs. use the item. All right. You know, if um, you, you have to, to have mine. a mining pick in your inventory. Yeah, in wow. my inventory. That's, I can handle No, no, no. That. Okay, in your inventory, it. in your hand. I mean, what's the friggin' difference? It's you have to press something. Bag. I want to run up to the bush, kill a monster guarding the bush, and then click on the bush. I shouldn't have to go back into my bag and equip this. Oh, now I'm being attacked by something that was nearby and walked up to me. Now i got to go and equip this. Oh, I can't equip things during battle. Well, that sucks for me. Now i got to beat this down with my hands. You know, the, the, those sort of things. Whoa, There's reasons we take that, that stuff out You can't change weapons while we, you're in I combat. know, but these are the sorts of concerns that come up, and no one ever thinks about them until you finally get rid of them and you realize, why did we have this restriction to begin with? My character's smart enough to know that he shouldn't harvest the bush with a sword. Really? <laughs> He'll take the pick out and do it, you know? Really? Yeah. The, this, well, this is going to be your big argument. Yeah, yes. this is just nitpicking, Chris. This is your argument I for shouldn't have to do anything like that. Let's finish the sentence <sighs> before you All right, you finish the sentence, yeah. This is the game where you had how many equipped macros? Something I never want to have again. Okay. Pressing a button to change my equipment so I can gather something is a hell of a lot easier than fighting the item in my inventory. but I shouldn't have to manage those buttons. Why are they there? This is just fundamental, crappy UI design. I'm putting an obstacle in front of the user for no reason other than some illusion of reality that is irrelevant to the game. Well, I disagree, but whatever. Well, all right. Because if I wanted to affect, remember, your class is decided by your weapon. Your yeah. experience, not your experience, but your class and your level is dependent on your weapon. If I need it as what fundamentally defines my class, then it doesn't bother me that I have but to switch. Why to it. do? Okay, I'm. What else you, are you going to attack the bush with your main weapon? That's my point. You come across this bush that you can gather. Are you going to ever attack that with your main weapon? No. There's no benefit to that. The only thing you would do with that is gather. So why isn't the UI such that as soon as you click on it, you start to gather? Maybe you do, but you probably change weapons to do it. That's I, that's fine. Just do it automatically. This is stupid. Okay, you're, you're complaining about a UI I you haven't am. seen yet. I am, because I don't have beta access, and it makes me angry. No, Alpha. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know what? You're not missing anything. Yeah, it's not up yet, is it? Uh, no. No. <laughs> so what are the disciplines? Um, well, like I said, they're divided into four. There's the war, the magic, the land, which is gathering, I'm and sorry, the hand, the which war? is the crafting. Yes, they're class called war. So it's like your melee classes. Okay. And then you have the, um, the magic ones, obviously, and... We don't list the classes. So we have, so. We have discipline types. So war, magic, land, and gathering. And, and within that are actual jobs or something? Ouch. Yes. And as I open this 14 site and get my ears blasted. Which is the battle music is good, by the way. Yeah. We think it's battle music. We, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. 
If you go to the yeah. actual official Final Fantasy fourteen site, they updated the music on it to be like the Japanese site. It's pretty fun. Okay. So if you let me catch up or just da, 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 See they they do a good job of hiding what I need to find in a hurry. Anyway. We were discussing there was like the archer class, there was the can't do They they use funny words, but you know, the black mage class and things like that. They use funny words, okay. Well, they do like the Final Fantasy tactics names. Okay. It's not I mean, there's Black Mage, and then you advance to something. Okay. I'm I'm failing miserably. Okay, failing. so are there really just four classes, then? No, those are four designations, and then there's classes inside of them. And if I could ever find the classes link, I could give it to you. Okay. Uh, so, you were excited about this, right? Not really, no. No? Yeah, I thought you were. Well, I don't know what's exciting about this news. It's like, okay, this is how no, we're no, organizing no, the game, classes. Though. Yeah, I'm excited to try the game and see if it doesn't suck. I am. <laughs> I, I'm not holding my breath on it not wow. sucking, but that, that's I'm what excited. I get, I get it doesn't suck. That, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm worried it's going to still feel very similar to the last one, and I'm going to be bored with it. I'm hoping oh, that's not the case. You guys are morons. You hide it. Okay, so under the... Dis- Disciplines of war, we have the archer, the lancer, the gladiator, the marauder, and the pugilist. That doesn't tell us anything. All right. Uh, well, the archer and lancer are, you know, your ranger, dragoon. Yeah. Your gladiator is your warrior type. Yeah. Uses swords. Yeah. Um, the pugilist is like your monk. Yeah, he fights with fists. Got it. Fights your fists and stuff. And the marauder will be your, like, uh, that's thief. Kind of like, no, because he's using, like, an axe and things. Oh, it's okay. like Berserker. Yeah. Okay. It's a different what class. What do you got for magic? What do you got for magic? Well, in magic, see, this is the thing that scares me about magic, is you only have two so far. Okay. You have the conjurer, which is going to be your summoner. Uh-huh. And you have Everything your... else. <laughs> thaumaturge. Thaum... Thaumaturgy. 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 And that's it. The pharmacist. So yeah, the, the pharmacist. <laughs> He's going to take two. Call me tomorrow. All right. All right. So where's the healer? Uh, who knows? All right. So what about land gathering? What does the gathering do? No, there isn't much on gathering yet. There's a botanist and a miner. Botanist and a miner. Flowers and rocks. Got it. And what about crafting? The crafting has alchemist, blacksmith, culinarian, which is your cook, your tanner, and your weaver. Wow, lots of stuff in the crafting. Yeah, but they don't actually share a lot of information about it. So Yeah, what else is new? All right. Oh, they actually updated. Now they actually have some things you can make, which are oddly enough, if you're blacksmith, you can make weapons. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good but, to know. So we got some classes, and it's all weapons-based. It's interesting. Your weapon decides your class. and Weapon decides your class and also your expertise in the class. And, okay, so do I get new weapons, or do I level up my weapon? How does that work? Um, they haven't discussed it yet, but the theories we have so far are, are you going to level it up with items and things? There's also weapon degradation as you use it. So if I degrade my weapon too far, I lose all my progress in a class or something? That's one of the very large concerns we have, is if there's weapon degradation, what happens if it breaks or levels down or whatever? Yeah, that seems weird. So, it's one of those things where, I, I mean, it's, I can understand it, like, from a uh, a gathering, or maybe a crafting, but from a, a melee or a magic thing, I just don't, I never liked weapon degradation. Yep. 
I agree. So didn't I like mean, it it, I mean, I've been this. okay with paying repair costs, which is like a penalty for death in WoW. I thought it was kind of a hokey mechanic, but it, it worked. But that's right. about the extent of degradation I want. You know. Well, the Dengeki said you're going to have to have it repaired once in a while. So I assume you're not going to lose all your progress as much as you're going to lose the effectiveness over time until you get it repaired. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, I don't that's think you're just like. But wow, you know, man. this is also the game that leveled down when you died. So, yep. <laughs> you know? well, one of many. There were other games that leveled down. They just all went away, <laughs> except <laughs> eleven. <laughs> all right. So, what else is new this week? You had a big release, didn't you? I did. After yeah. six months, I get to talk about it. So, tell us we about it. Released the website. It it is officially just the community site, but it what's is the, the game? Main what's the game? The game is called The Lord in the Rings, War in the North. The Lord in the Rings. Is that the a Lord parody of, the, of the Lord of the Rings? Oh, The Lord of the Rings. Okay. I said it right. You can't hear. The Lord in the Rings. I like that. We can't <laughs> afford the license anymore, actually. So. <laughs> but no, yes, we, we finished the community site. We're very happy. And it, we um, we think we, it's, it's a great-looking site. Um, definitely for a community site. Um, so go to warinthenorth.com, and if you're yes. lucky today, it will be working for you because it, it did not work fine for me. <laughs> I tried it the day, the day it went live, and the, it ended with Michael doing database hacking to get my account to work. And <clears> hopefully <throat> that's all been resolved. Um, <laughs> yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> So How go do there I and put you can... this in an eloquent way. It's, I haven't not patched something... it yet. You haven't patched it yet. Well, there's been nothing for you to patch, right? Oh no, I've done lots of other patches, just not for the registration. Not system. for the registration. So the the site's live. What can people find there? Uh, right now, um, we have the original trailer. The you know. Yeah. Uh, so I got a trailer to check out what the game is, and um, you. It's got... mostly a teaser trailer. Yeah, and you got uh, forums. And we you have, have anything and else the, live or no? Yeah, this is the best thing is we're going to tell a story through like random snippets of things. So you're going to be in an, you know, you'll learn more about the elves and the humans and the dwarves and you'll learn them through like what other people have written and sketched and things like that. So we're going to build this whole like uh, storyline oh, that will come together. Piece can by I piece. see any of that now? Are there the audio logs? Are there now. Say what? Uh, the starter pieces are there now. Where? Under the lore. Under the lore. The race of man. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we There's have our starter pieces. a little tiny book pieces. that I read. Okay. Yeah, obviously there will be more to come. This is going to go for a year. This game doesn't come out until next year. Okay. And so, so. What, what about the game? So here's the important part, right? Uh, what is this game? This game is an action RPG. Um, the focus... But not, you know, exclusivity will be on a co-op experience. So you'll play with up to three people. So this is a, okay, so four people at once in an action RPG. I mean, Three people. Three, oh, you said up to three people. I play with up to three. Okay, got it. So I'm three sorry, people yes, you once. play with two other people. Okay. And, yeah, it's an action RPG. Um, is this like uh, Diablo or Borderlands or is this something different? I'm going to go with the safe answer and say it's made by the people for Champions of Norath. Champions of Norath. So that's more like Diablo, then. It's kind of. It's not what I would consider a Diablo style. Well, is it is it loot-driven or story-driven? It's story-driven. Okay. So we're going to work together and uh, try and okay achieve the 
things together and see the next cutscene and we're stuff. We're gonna help to get to Sauron and you know be back. Is there still some fat loot though? There's always fat loot. It's an RPG. All right. Good. So I'm gonna pimp out my character and show him off. I'm sure. Yeah. Do you have any details about how the co-op works? Like how you handle like being in sync with each other and do you need the same three people every time you play? Those sorts of details? No, I don't have those details. Okay. Basically, if it's not on the site, I can't talk about it. Okay. Well, yeah, there's definitely not much on the site about that. <laughs> Did you talk um, about any character creation or anything like that? That will be coming. That will be coming. All right. All right. Uh, so, we'll be doing... There's... Um, you know, we're kind of just starting it, and there's some legalities we have to wait for. Um... For the most part, uh, just expect an update every week on the site. <laughs> and thus on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. And this will never get boring like Fallout 3, right? No, this will ne- no, no, never. We'll never have a, a weekly boring, oh my god, they're still talking about this game podcast. I never <laughs> think that will <laughs> 52 updates of War in the North. Look forward to them, Look forward to them now on RPGcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to realize that you know, I'm being very careful here. So why are they why announcing it a year ahead of time? That's crazy. To build the community. What do you need that much community for? What do you what 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 is the community involvement doing? Um, it sounds like it's an MMO, like that I much know. community build. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it's one of the it's it's WBG's first real community project, and so what they want a community project. Well, Warner Brothers Games is actually rather new. I mean, they just acquired new studios and they're starting to figure out things. And one of the things they really want to push is a Warner Brothers Games community. And the first thing to do is to start this off and get people in the forums, you know, bring in the Lord of the Rings franchise yeah, as a, as a big pull. And then bring in our Chicago IPs and pull them in. And they just start building this huge community base. And that way, when you have games, you already have this base that you're selling it to. Right, and but so this, the this forums are these forums unified with the rest of the forums or something? They will be. Oh, okay. That's part of my project. Ah, neat. So that login that you made? Well, not well, the login. Yeah. I mean, am I going to see like the if I go to the forums here, am I going to see like the sections for the other games or something cuz Yeah, we'll be adding those. Cuz if I'm just coming here, there's no reason for me to go there, right? So Right, but like unified login, unified system and then the people get to know each other and talk across games and Got it. So interesting. There will be a larger form that this will eventually live inside of. Yeah. I guess a good way to put it. Yeah. So, yeah. Very excited about this project. All right. So Warner Brothers is excited because they found forum software. And Lord of the Rings is coming out, so you can be excited <laughs> next year. Sorry, that's it's what like I have to reduce. More it than as. forums, all that's right. What, that's, well, that's all your all your innovations are about the forum system. It sounds like all right. So go no, check no, no, out no, the no, lore. No. You have the lore points, and you have things we're gonna have. Do you remember Slime Knights? No. Oh, you know, yes. The Dragon but, Quest yeah, community. I didn't go to that page. That was useless. Right, but all the things they did with the contest and the game and the yeah. you know and the and the interactivity. I'm, I'm sorry, it was just so PR driven. I never really got into that Slime Knight site. It was pretty funny too. It's like paint a slime on your body and then send us a picture, and we might give you a T-shirt. Like, <laughs> I am not that desperate. I'm sorry. I have better things to do with my time, so I didn't go there. Right, we're not going to that extreme, but it is one of the <laughs> basis of like we want to have this interactive thing where people come and do things. Okay. So. 
So I need to go get a Lord of the Rings tattoo is what it sounds like. Chosen your warping face. Not that extreme. Oh, you will. Yeah, I'm telling you, in the middle of summer, you guys got nothing else to talk about. You're going to be like, all right, let's do the tattoo contest. We've been putting it off for too long. I guarantee you. <laughs> this is going to have a slow start and ramp up quickly. So, It's a year away. <laughs> when is it going to ramp up quickly? Next January? <laughs> well, you'll see. Okay. All right. Um, should we look forward to any big thing milestones soon or anything, or just uh, go check out the site? Um, I would just check out the site. Uh, two weeks will be a good update, and okay. then we'll go from there. All right, sweet. Thank you very much. Glad to have you on to talk about your game. Oh, wait, you're always on. Right. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> and just as a disclosure, Michael works for WB Interactive, and so you can take all his opinions with a grain of salt. All right. Yeah. Uh, so where's Anna? She fled. That's too bad, because this is the story she wanted to talk about. Uh, we got some news coming out of a. Uh, we got some news from uh, Puzzle uh, Puzzle Quest Two is going to be at PAX East. Yes, but That's, none of uh, us are. So we're just none of dead. us are, none of us are going to PAX East. But just in case you are, make sure to be on the lookout for Puzzle Quest Two. It'll be playable there, um, D 3s booth, I assume. And check that out if you are at Puzzle at uh, PAX East next weekend. And let's see any details other than just you can play it. Yeah, it'll just be there. So be excited about that. Oh. Yeah. You can also check out the media we posted on the game. So, Oh, did we have ha- media that we put up? Good. Go check that out, too. Yeah, check that out. And then I would actually you know, invite anyone who goes to Peckies and play it to post on our forums and tell us what you think. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see how it plays, and I haven't had a chance to, and they certainly aren't putting out any beta codes or anything like that for us to use. I don't so. think they're that far along. I think this is a demo. Yeah, so... Well, then this might be a good... It might be a good experience of the demo that will come out later, then. Hmm. Yep. Or they'll trash it. I'm looking ah. forward to more Puzzle Quest. I can't wait. I should finish Have the first finished one. the last one? No. <laughs> okay, just checking. I guess I can wait then. <laughs> um, another announcement was Birth by Sleep was announced for North America. Uh, officially. Yes, this is the, the PSP Kingdom Hearts game. Mm. And it's Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it's Kingdom Hearts. That's a good thing for those of us no. who like Kingdom Hearts. We don't have a date, though, do we? Uh, I didn't think so. I thought we did. I guess this... I need to check. Well, it's not in our story. It was just summer. It's not in our story. So I believe you're right that summer sounds right, but uh, I don't don't have an official date. I'm looking on their site now, and it's really loud. So it's (laughs) It's hard for me to hear you. I know. It's like, it's like, okay. it yeah, this summer. This summer is yeah, the this... release window, so look forward to Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep this summer. And then fi- uh, almost finally, we've got Bethesda announced a game that I don't think is an RPG, but we covered it anyway. <laughs> Hunted the Demon's Forge, which I believe they are describing as a third-person action game, but apparently somebody has heard that it will be a third-person action RPG. And so we covered it. We'll find out. But uh, just in case, it's been announced, and it's coming from people who developed other games like The Bard's Tale, which definitely was an RPG. So Mm -hmm. look forward to more info on Hunted, The Demon's Forge. Bethesda, I believe, has a site for it, though maybe not. 
they put a bunch of media out so you can find a bunch of stuff we got some screenshots up from hunted so you can see these gigantic screenshots of people hacking each other with swords and the sort of things you see in action games slash action rpgs other than that i've got like action rpgs are awesome the end yeah yes that's the guy making one (laughs) or working on a team that's making it uh ann are you back no i think she's gone i think think she fled the u.s fled the fled to the u.s that's a first time. That's too bad, because there's another story she wanted to comment on. Um, everybody, go to the PlayStation blog and search for 3 game Heroes Walkthrough. Or better yet, go to delicious.com slash rpgamer slash 120 and find my link to it. Oh, Atlas probably has it on their site too, right? Yeah. I didn't see it. They definitely that. tweeted about it. So. They, it's hard to find stuff on their site, though. So. Yeah. Go to their Twitter. Uh, I think, no, I think you're better USA. off going to the PlayStation blog or to my, my delicious links. Forget that. Go to the PlayStation blog and go vote for what you want. On oh, the, the yeah. yeah, go to the share section. How do you get to that? Yeah, PlayStation blog. There's a link right on the top. PlayStation.blog share. Log into your account and you can vote for the things that you think they should do for the PSN. Number one most requested cross game chat. Yeah, which I think is a stupid thing. I don't want that. That's at all. bad. I don't, I don't need want that. that. You know what? Number two, software emulation for PS2 games. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> Auto syncing uh, trophies. Auto syncing trophies is number three because of all the issues they had with trophy syncing and the. They and still the, have issues with trophy syncing. And the March first thing. Do you know I the don't only one I want? Any Final Fantasy thirteen trophies listed? I I don't, but I was able to do a successful sync. So make sure when you're not in the well, game, like you go and sync your trophies just to make sure they're synced at least. Yeah, the I one see. I voted for. No problem. Say the what? one I voted for and care the most about is um. Is I never play co-op games on the PS3 because if I'm playing locally, the the second player can't log in. Yeah. Unlike the Xbox 360, anyone who's plugs a controller can log in with their uh, gamer tag and yeah. earn achievements and get points. There's a lot and, of shortcomings to the PSN that I learned about by going through this list. My favorite one though is Kevin Butler hosting the E3 Sony press conference. Done. Yes, please. That, yes, this is please. the guy who does the PlayStation 3 I commercials. Love, I, I actually follow him on Twitter. He's so funny. Yeah, everybody, I I urge you to go to PlayStation Share and, and, and go vote for that one. I want him hosting the E3 Sony yes. press conference. That, is nothing, but that would be Let's fantastic. Just have, <laughs> Let's just have Kevin Butler do it. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Powered USB when the PS3 is off would be nice, too. And other things yeah. like that. I have other USB devices lying around. I don't really need it. Yeah, but not everybody I think what does. they need is the 360 improvement where if it's plugged in, it's charging before turning off. Uh, I don't, yeah. It's just nice. having power all the time. Okay. I, I, don't think, I didn't know the 360 did that. Yeah, it oh, won't yeah. turn off until you unplug it. It, it powers down and goes in low power mode, but it charges your controller fully when you turn it off. I uh, See, I don't have a play and charge kit, so. How do you play your 360? I have nice rechargeable batteries I use for this. Yeah. Yuck. All right. I just I charge some and they swap them in. It works well. I just like picking up my controller and knowing it's fully charged and ready to go. The, ready you, to go. The, you know, the thing is, batteries last a long time in a 360 controller. They did a good job with its power usage. They don't last very long in my guitars. Oh, that's too bad. The, the guitars, like the guitars are like... different, but they're not the same. It's a di- no. Yeah, yes, you're right. In this other piece of hardware, it doesn't work as well. <laughs> but I wasn't talking about that piece of hardware, was I? All right. Uh, 3D uh, Dot Game Heroes. Uh, Anna, welcome back. 3D Dot Game Heroes had a uh, had a video up on the PlayStation blog. Like I said, go check it out. 
Uh, Aram, Aram actually did a nice uh, walk through the game. It's fun to just kind of see him. He looks kind of stoned in the in the freeze frame that they have. Oh, I, I was actually teasing him because he looks super sleepy. And it was funny because at first I thought, well, maybe he's a little nervous. And it's like, wait a minute, I've spent time with Aram. He's not nervous at all. He's no. not shy. Nope. nope. So I yeah, he, was he was tired. Sleepy. He was tired. Yeah. But they put that up, and he shows off a dungeon, which is something I haven't seen from 3D Dot Game Heroes before. So go check out and how the dungeons enough, look very much like Zelda, like what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks about another thing that's interesting: the U.S. version of 3D Dot Game Heroes will let you do like a really big install, so you'll have no like very few load times, um, which I, I didn't know, know about. And I think is an interesting choice, given that one of the one of the attract one of the attracting features to 3D Dot Game Heroes is all the parody of game box arts that they do in the loading screens. I know, and but if, if you away, yeah, if you make the load times go away, how are you going to see those? <laughs> I know. He even mentions that like in two different sentences. He's like, "Well, you can make the load times go away, and we'd also like people to see the load screens and guess what game they're from." I know. I'm like, it's wait, like, wait, that does not that work. work. <laughs> So it's almost like I don't want to install it just so I can see the load screens. And since there's like, what, a hundred of them? It's not like you're going to post them somewhere. Loadscreens.com. Loadscreens.com. <laughs> yeah, actually, some, Michael, you say that, but that is so wrong. Somebody <laughs> will post them somewhere. <laughs> Someone will. Atlas won't. Yeah, Atlas won't, but somebody will. Neil Gaff, I bet. Yep. And yeah. Anna, uh, we had already talked about Puzzle Quest 2. Was there something interesting you had to say about that? Yeah, I'm sort of a little concerned. Like, you know, for for those who haven't heard the news, I'm red, green, colorblind. Yes, it is very rare in women. Um, and I'm actually really, really concerned because I was looking at, we have some uh, uh, propaganda up of the packaging. Yeah, it looks very different. You know, like, they've got, a four, they've got a picture on this Kotaku article. The red and green pieces look very different. Not to me. Oh, because, like, it's a completely different symbol inside. Not really. Well, yeah, one's vertical and They're... one's horizontal. What? Yeah. Are we looking at the same pieces? Hang on. I'm going to... Sh- uh, have you looked at our packaging? There. I'm looking at the screenshot of in-game footage. Okay, hang on. Not the packaging. I'm, look- I'm also going to look at the screenshot of the in-game footage. Okay. No, the so looks- on the top row, you see purple, green, purple, green, red, green, skull, fist. Okay, so- it looks different on the packaging. Okay. I Where's just it? okay. I'll have to see it, the packaging. It's the then. same thing they kind of did for the Galactics. They just put symbols in them. Yeah, yeah. My concern is is that the symbols between the green and the red are really similar on no, the packaging. Yeah, no, the, what, you know what the problem is it, it, with this they're screenshot? Tilted. No, the the symbol between the red and the orange are very similar. Just flipped. Oh, oh yeah, there's they're... orange. I see yellow. It's yellow. Go, well, well, yellow, orange, whatever you want to call gold. it. It's gold. So if you go five down from that top red piece, you'll see a yellow piece, and it's it's just basically flipped. Well, there's a red and yellow close on the left. Uh, you can yeah, see that. Kinda. I mean, green and blue are essentially flipped as well. They're well, just flipped on a different axis. No. Yeah, but the blue has some extra stuff in it. Why, is why are we thing. talking about this? All right, um, this from is my exciting. Pers- Anna will have to tell us if those look distinct enough or not for her. But Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, I'll, I'll have to play it. Is right. basically but you're very concerned about that. and I'm a little concerned. Wasn't there another game? Oh, yeah. I, I had a friend at work who was complaining about the new Azuma had problems for being for colorblind people. Well, um, and also the first level of Clash of Heroes. Although, looking at the screenshots for the Xbox version, it seems that they've cleaned that up a little bit. Oh, good. 
good. I'm I can't wait for the Xbox version of Clash of Heroes. I'm looking forward. Yeah, to I'm it. I'm gonna buy it again. Since I didn't get it on DS, that's how I'm, I'm gonna tackle it. Well, we I I have it on DS. I played it and I finished it and I reviewed it. Yep. But Ian was really interested in it. But the problem is, is that he grew up on PC games. He doesn't want to play a game on a handheld. It just can't keep his attention. So even though he totally loves the concept and he'd clearly love to play it, I play the DS too much for him to ever play the DS. Ah, uh, got it. So I want to get it on the 360 so that he can play it. Neat. Um, I guess we should get into our picks of the week. Um, I have... Uh, I've only played 13 this week and some Lies. shooters. What? Lies. Oh, Pokemon too. There you go. Thank you. That's right. So Tell I'm playing about your game that none of you guys are playing. Well, we're not at you yet, are we? I'm going first. Nah. Yeah. So I'm going to go first. No, I'm going to go first. No, I'm going to go first. No, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. Because your games are boring. My game is interesting because I've Our been playing. Our so boring that you tweet about how you wish you had them. Yeah, someone wants to buy me 13. Go nuts. No, Pokemon, you moron. Oh, I'm... I'm probably going to pick it up today because Target has it on sale. And it's like 60 bucks in Canada or 35 American at Target this week. It's like, hmm, this isn't rocket surgery. I think I'll just get it when I go down to the States today. It's on sale for the same price we got it at Amazon. Mm-hmm. By the way, I used your rocket surgery line on someone at work, and he said, don't you mean rocket science? I said, no. <laughs> uh, never mind. It's like, aren't you stupid? <laughs> um. Apparently, anyway. I, I noticed uh, someone forwarded me, someone on Twitter was calling someone dumb for saying rocket surgery, and it wasn't me. So there's <laughs> more people than me who say rocket it's surgery. Spreading. It's spreading. <laughs> well, then the rest of us need to come at it and say you're all dumb. No. Anyway, let's get on with this. It's you have to I call. have been playing Ace Attorney Investigations. Nice. Miles Edwards. Edgy Poo. Edgy Poo. <laughs> you remember that, right? Yeah. Come on, how can you forget Wendy Oldbag? This is so not an I love Wendy Oldbag. So this is uh, an offshoot of the Ace Attorney, because normally you play as a defense lawyer. Yeah. And this time you're actually playing as the prosecutor, and it focuses on crime scene investigation. So it is uh, a departure thematically, but not um, functionally. You still do a lot of the same stuff. So... Um, you know, you're looking around, you're examining stuff, you have evidence, you have people. Um, and yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm really digging it. They, the new twist in this game uh, is logic, where, you know, there was, there was the, the tells from the previous game that you could see with your funky bracelet. And basically what happens is, is as Edgeworth is investigating the scenes, he stores little snippets of, he basically stores questions. And eventually you get to the point where you will have uh, two questions that you can fit together and make an answer to. Mm-hmm. So it'll be things like, uh, you know, ladder in hole on the floor. How do I get to the uh, uh, window that's high above the lockers? Yeah. You put the two of them together and you pull up the ladder and you put it beside the lockers and you climb out of the window. Yeah. So Cool. So I'm really enjoying it. I'm on the final case now. I hope to beat the final case today. Um, 
I found the first case a lot harder than the previous Ace, Ace Attorney games. I tend to really snooze through the first case, and I actually had to look something up this time because I was just completely flummoxed. Wow. Cheating. So, Cheating. I don't care. How long is this game? <clears throat> 20 hours. You have to cheat to play a 20-hour game? It's not about the time. It's just... This oh, game, Anna, Anna, don't it, defend it, it, yourself. Michael has to cheat to play Pokemon, so okay. <laughs> how do I cheat to play Pokemon? You, you, you freaking you import all like your hack items, game. all your you double XP and XP items. I found it legitly. It's not a hack item. You got like you, you're oh, like uh, carrying over all your high level Pokemon and all your items, uh, 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 and like I'm, I'm loading this kid. He's the richest Pokemon master wannabe ever. I brought I brought over nothing higher than level five. Yeah, but I mean, you brought over Pokemon that you normally can't find until you're six plus gyms into the game. Aerodactyl? I need you Aerodactyl. You, you don't need Aerodactyl. He has rock and flying. You don't, so flying attack you don't need a rock. flying rock Pokemon anywhere you in that game. You need a flying rock Pokemon so the normal you attacks do not. Very you can beat the first gym with Pokemon you find in the game. But I'd you, rather beat the first gym. You're yeah, right. With GameStop no and Nintendo already sponsored cheating Pokemon gym. for you to bring in. They give you a level 30 Pichu they want you to bring in, and they give you a, a Jirachi who's insanely okay. overpowered for you to bring in. Okay. First of all, he's he not that insane. Yes, he did. He gains two levels in everything whenever he levels up. That is huge. That is a gigantic his, leveling his growth curve. His is not as big as Alakazam. It doesn't matter. It's still gigantic compared to any of your other starting Pokemon. Nah. You yes. probably brought in an Abra, didn't you? No. I don't have an Abra. You have a ghost, though, don't you? I found a ghost in the game. I brought in an Aerodactyl. I brought in a Char- or Charmander. I brought in because you need more than one starting Pokemon. <laughs> you need a starting Pokemon to counter your rival. You have one. <laughs> he no, picks the he opposite picks one, one from you're you. Weak against. Yeah. <laughs> so I needed the I needed the you rival. No, you don't need it. You don't against. need it. You could go that catch way. I can one shot him. You don't need that way. I can one shot him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the whole thing. Yeah, he needs okay, this. It wasn't about it's winning. It's about one-shotting go... everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, his I thought, thing you're is supposed to want to use five, except yeah. for the five that I could raffle. You're supposed to want to like it, these games are about like strategy and pitting types against each other and making yeah, do with what you found. And, and Mike just yeah, imports like all these one-shot Pokemon. All he's done is my best strategy is to take all the best Pokemon from the other games that came before it and only level that. That's my oh, strategy. So you're not even whining about the real part, then. You're uh, whining about my imported No, Pokemon. because we you're won't play each other that much, items. just like every other Pokemon. It won't matter. My imported items are what you should be whining about. I am. I did. <laughs> the lucky egg? Yeah, the lucky egg. I'm going to double my XP, and then I'm going to XP share it. Like, well, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> That's lame. So basically... Yeah, yeah you, and you imported over that, that thing that you, they hold, and they get experience outside of that. That's the lucky... Oh, the That's one that you... That's the XP share. Oh, yeah. Yep. Thank you. That's not cheating. No, not Whoa, at all. You can game all the time. How uh, many I XP shares did you cu- bring over? One. One. Just one, really. Yeah, I'm leveling my starter, but not using him. Okay. I have one exp- because it, it, is, it actually Michael is role playing like one of these rich kid Pokemon masters who doesn't have to do any work and he just has everything <laughs> I, handed I do to have him. To admit, and when Ash is going to take him down because he knows the heart of his Pokemon, and that's what's. I, I have to admit when they say what what. Pokemon trainer, do you want to look like? I said, rich boy. Yeah. So you know. better, <laughs> better. <laughs> what? 
Just rich because boy I can Pokemon. level twice as fast as you. So, yeah. See, thanks, I like Anna. the fact that I take uh, a Pokemon and I just walk to the next town and he's already at the point where he's just about ready not to listen to me and then I wipe out the gym in five shots and then I go on to the next one and it's like, yeah, this is easy. Yep. Must be a great game. <laughs> hey, I've got two badges in three hours. I'm pretty happy. Wow. <laughs> I told you, I beat Platinum in 12 hours. That's great for you, but what's the point then? To get the Pokemon out of it. It doesn't even sound like you're using them. No, I can move them back to Diamond. Oh, okay. And then they continue to build that Pokedex. All right. That's the goal. The goal is to get every Pokemon. Mm -hmm. You got to catch them all. Gym leaders is boring. I just want to get that out of the way so I can get the Pokemon. See, if I were you, I'd be moving them over to Gold and Silver. Their management functions are better. The menu's better, the manageability functions it, are better. It really is, but that's a lot of Pokemon to move. I know. That's They need a mass Pokemon Exodus function is what they need. I thought that was what Pokemon Ranch or Box or whatever the heck was. was. I don't think it does. Otherwise, I'd buy it. But yeah, no, true. It doesn't, I don't think it does that. And that's that's the thing. I, I'd love to get them all over here because, I mean, if you've got to deal with Pokemon, dealing with them on Gold and Silver. Let's, let's talk about Gold and Silver. That's what I've been playing, too. Other yeah, than but I think Final that's Fantasy. our pick, so... Yeah, that's definitely our pick. I'm loving this Pokewalker. This is kind of a Oh, fun yeah, he's, it's so much fun. So you, you, you get this Pokewalker, you put one of these Pokemon on it, and... Mine's Jirachi. To begin with, I mean, if you get some minimum number of steps, when you bring him back, he'll gain a level. And that's pretty much it, so... Don't expect I, I too assume much out it's of that. based on his level, so I, I guess. Um, and so you'll gain a level with him, and while he's on the Pokewalker, he's going to move up and down like an old LCD game. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like your first Tamagotchi kind of a deal. Yeah, except yeah, it's a little better than that, but not much. Not by much. <laughs> and on there, you can um, search for as you as you do steps, you get watts, and you can spend those watts on two different things on the Pokewalker. One is getting uh, finding Pokemon in the bushes, which you then capture very easily, and those will come back. And that's an easy way every day to get like two to three more Pokemon to add to your collection, including ones you haven't run into in the game yet. So that's nice. Um, mm-hmm. And you can also find Actually, items, and you can bring those items back. And I, I don't know if you can find watts, any rare. Say what? Um, you find shards, and like one guy was like, "If you find shards, I'll give you like five berries." And yeah, like, so oh, I mean, okay, uh, three something. berries, three berries per shard. But oh, was it three? Yeah, whatever. So I mean, that's all I found to do with shards in the first game. Um, shards were something that you buried, and they got bigger. And then not the first game. I mean, in like diamond, pearl, and and platinum, they yeah. you buried them, they got bigger, and then I forget what you did with them. I think then you bought you, stuff from some dude you, with You them. traded for items. Yeah, you traded for items. I don't know if the underground is here as well. I don't know. It might be. I don't but recall it being in gold and silver. but Well, it wasn't in gold and silver, but they may have added it. Yeah, like they added apricots, which I don't remember. I don't. What are apricots from? I don't know, but you give them to this guy and he turns them into Pokeballs. Oh, okay, because I haven't found who to turn them into yet. He's in the, uh, really? He's in the first town, the first badge town. Oh, I'll have to go find him. You help him clear out, uh, or is he in the second? He might be in the second badge town. I'll He's in the second out. because you have to All fight right. Team Rock, so. All right, and uh, so, Pokemon. I was disappointed. They they called it, like, they they said the fall of Team Rocket was caused by Red. I'm like, his name was Ash, okay? You make this whole series about him no, being No, his Ash. name was Red. Red. Remember the first really? game, the original game, the the default name of the guy in red was red, and the default game of the guy in blue is blue. So why isn't he blue? I don't know. 
That's why we went with Ash, because it was like, he had a name. And actually, I only know the default name of the guy on Red. I can't even speak to the, the default name on Blue Beam Blue. But his was, on Red, his default name was Red. In Yellow, his default name was Ash. Was it? Yes. I don't think it was. It was Ash and his Pikachu. I don't, no, it was Ash and his Pikachu, but I don't think his default name was Ash. In Yellow, yes, it was. Are you sure? Pretty, pretty sure. Okay. Take it to the forums. Because it was Ash and Gary. Ash and Gary. I don't think it's one XP per step, Rams, in the for, in the chat room, because I've it, heard he can only gain one level in the Pokewalker. Yeah, exactly. So it's maybe it's one XP per step, and then it's that cuts off. Maybe that makes right. sense. Right. I think once you hit your level, you're done. Makes but, sense. Um, yeah, because so, I I've done like seven thousand steps and gained one level. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we get we get the one XP per step for the level. The Poke Walker's fun. Um, I don't know how it's communicating back to the DS. I should be able to figure this out. It infrared. seems like it's, it, but where there's where's the infrared? Infrared's on the cart. It says so in the manual. Where in the cart? It's, it's on the back of the little, cart. It's that little sliver. Okay. You can if you look at a normal DS cart and you look at the Pokemon one, there's a cut and there's a, like this little red sliver. That's the IR. I preferred when I thought it was like ultrasonic. But I have heard that these talk like. to each other. <laughs> yeah, they do. So they are apparently transmitting because if I get in range of yours, they're supposed to beep. Oh, really? Yeah. No, they would have to be pointed at each other. That's what that's what people are telling me. Like on Twitter, is like they're expecting the beep like crazy at packs. Mm. Yeah, you do actually have to point it at each other to. You have to point to so. communicate, but they're supposed to be able to see each other. Uh, how? And there's no mode that here to take to put your Pokemon game into a tag mode, is there? A tag mode? A uh, tag mode would be like an Animal Crossing where your your DS went into a low power state. You're supposed to put the screen, flip it closed, but it would be kind of transmitting low power oh, every I so see. often. And if you were near someone else who had Animal Crossing, it would like start making noise. I assume it's always transmitting a low power. Um, but you had to specifically choose that mode in every game because it's doing wireless transformation. Uh, since it's doing wireless stuff, you can't just uh, turn it on. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. Oh, I'm there's, there's your thing beeping now. Beep, beep, I'm, yeah, beep, I'm, beep, beep. I'm looking at the settings. Okay. My Jirachi is happy. Oh, good. <laughs> click the button. <laughs> Why? It doesn't when, put me in the menu. No, if you click the middle button when they're happy and stuff, sometimes stuff happens. I don't know. They Every once find I an click item the and button stuff. to check my steps, and it's like time to play the dowsing game. And I'm like, really? Well, you're okay. pressing the button twice. Yeah. No. The interface it's, on the Pokewalker is kind of crappy, but... What are you going to do? The game, no, I mean, okay, I hold as it to down, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. As it to, down the, to turn it on, and it drops me into that game. And well, I didn't you, use any wants to use it. too much or something. I want to play with the Pokewalker. Oh, look, I gained three steps by shaking it. Oops. Yep. So, as far as the game itself, it's Pokemon Gold and Silver. I've never played Gold and Silver. I can't tell you how much has changed. Um, it's obviously nice um, and animated and stuff. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, it seems like a good Pokemon adventure. I'm liking it so far. You know, don't expect a don't expect a Final Fantasy level story. Um, expect some fun, decent Pokemon battles. And I'm enjoying playing it without having overpowered Pokemon. I thought about bringing over all my leveling items, and I'm still kind of torn on it because bringing them over is just going to hurt the challenge of these gym battles. And I like the gym battles to be challenging. So have fun with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll have fun I, I having the game be a game. Yes, I will have fun with that. Uh, All right. It depends what your goal is. Your goal is to my sit goal there. is to enjoy playing the game. <laughs> I enjoy playing the game by one shotting everyone. By one shotting everyone. I th- that's just that's just logging time. 
So I don't like that as much. Well, that's the thing. Until you really get into it, it's like, what am I doing? I'm walking from town to town, and I'm fighting a gym battle, but I can't beat the gym battle, so I have to wander around in the grass and to find these Pokemon I already have, yeah, and then I get them. But that's exactly it. Like, all right, I get... I, I've seen this gym battle now. What do I need for that? I need that. I saw one of those. I'm going to go get fire it. Pokemon. You get it, and then oh, you come back. shoot. There are no fire Pokemon in this area. There well, are no fire Pokemon. Then you find a way to do it without a Pokemon in it. It's stupid. Why don't I just bring in a fire Pokemon, burn him, and get on with my life? All right. Red is the po- protagonist of red and blue. Oh. And, of okay. course, he is a someone you can play in gold and silver. Uh, yeah, you will play him. Yeah. That's why he's mentioned straight. But mm-hmm. I swear, in yellow, he's Ash. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to look that up now. That's okay. It doesn't matter. Um, I think that's our pick. Is there anything else I we just... should say about Pokemon that's important? Uh, it's still Pokemon. It seems fun. Um, if you played Diamond and Pearl, what is there for you here? Um, it seems it's it's different. It's much different than it was in Platinum. That's for sure. Um, it's much more distinctive oh, than Platinum. They have done a lot more with the touchscreen to manage your Pokemon they've than they improved, did. Yeah, they've definitely improved the interface. Um, they didn't decide the only thing you could do is spin a wheel, which right. I'm really so, happy about. So tell me, what about item management? That was the pain in, in the first one. I think there's just so many Pokemon items, it's just getting to become a pain to be item management anywhere. But at least, you know, it is in the bottom screen. And sure, they, but can they, you, can they, you they've sort? Stopped doing, they've stopped doing a list, and now it's like six to a screen, and you can scroll through it and stuff. It's a lot faster. Okay, so that's, that's good. That was a big issue. Oh, sorry, I just got yeah. mine out here. Um, oh, yeah, there's screens, so that helps. But, all right. And oh, well, and you I mean, can L and R to get through the categories of items, but they're still like they need a page up and page down, and they still don't have that. I s- uh, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, that's the but, one thing that they're really missing is a page up and a page down button. Um, well, yeah, in platinum and everything, they had the wheel. Yeah, and you spun that really fast with your stylus. Um, they say berry plants travel with you now. I didn't know that. I don't have a way to plant them yet, so that that'd be cool if that's the case. I've also heard you don't water them anymore, which is nice. That's nice. But what about uh, these? Okay. And these apricots, you you go around and collect instead. So, uh, A lot of streamlined stuff, so that helps a lot. And uh, interfaces improve. Other than that, it's still Pokemon, so you're still going around you know, attacking trainers and stuff. So it seems like a better version of Pokemon than, the other, than Diamond and Pearl to me. Well, you're missing the number one thing that's changed. What? Your Pokemon walks behind you. Oh, yes. Whoever... <laughs> They had that in the first one, or in the other ones. They had only the Pikachu. And if you put the Pikachu away, you had no one. In the yellow, yes. But I meant in uh, Diamond and Pearl, there was a way to get your Pokemon to walk behind you in certain areas. No, it wasn't. Yeah. In certain they, areas. They, they this the happens parks. all the time. Yeah, this happens all the time. Whoever's your lead spot Pokemon, he will be walking behind you. It's very cool. It's, like very, it's not that cool, following. but it's nice. I, I'm, I'm curious what happens when you get like a legendary large Pokemon following you. Does it take two it'll, squares? No, it'll be tiny. That's the sad thing. It's like, here's your Snorlax. He's only 23 times your size, but he's right behind you. <laughs> you know, oh, so. so I think that's Pokemon. Yep. Um, Manny, you've been, you got any picks for this week? Um, I've just been playing Monkey Island on iPhone and uh, trying to finish up God of War to get to number three. So instead of a pick, I do have two plugs. Okay. Is that okay with everybody? I was Go disappointed I missed your uh, tower defense game yesterday. I forgot. Oh, uh, you downloaded it? No, I forgot to get it. That's what I was saying. Uh, Which one? Which one? Tower Madness. It's one of the better ones. I haven't heard of that one. It's definitely worth free. 
Yeah, well, it's definitely worth free. <laughs> honestly, with the iPhone, there are a lot of things that aren't worth free. So, oh, well, okay. I I, I played a, I played plenty of Tower Defense. I got it for free too. Some other special deal, and it was worth it. Tower Madness, I mean. Mm-hmm. All, right, All right. So, so plug your... number one is um. So we talked enough about game nights and maybe doing it, and what do we like to do it? So I I, I finally taken the initiative, and um, we're doing it. We're finally doing a game night next week. But before we do that, I want everyone to go into the message forums and actually vote for what we're going to play. All right. When are we doing it next week? Um, I was thinking – I'm thinking Friday night's a bad night because people go out on Fridays. Okay. And it's either Thursday oh. or Wednesday. Thinking People go out on Fridays? Yeah. A lot of people go – well, maybe not we're us. But... We're RV gamers. We don't go out on Fridays. <laughs> but so should I do it on Friday night? No. All right. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking Thursday or Wednesday, but I'm, I'm – Thursday probably conflicts with uh, Xbox 360's game night, right? I don't know when they do their game night, honestly. Neither do I. Is it what really you, that big of a conflict? Are we? How many people actually do that? I don't know. So what's <laughs> good for you? <laughs> Thursday is better for me. Thursday is better for me. Yeah, okay, Thursday. I'm for sure, Thursday. So I want to finish the voting by Tuesday. Give everyone a chance, like one Tuesday and Wednesday, to get their game if they to get the game ready, or maybe set aside some time on Thursday, and then we're all going to meet up and play. And right. right now, the winning game is uh, Borderlands. More people voted for Borderlands. Than anything else? Well, then Michael and I can't play because we don't have that. Yeah. So it doesn't matter yeah. what day you pick. Well, it's okay though. If they all go play Borderlands, then a subgroup of us can go play uh, something for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, mean. Yeah. How often are you going to do this? I'm going to try to do this weekly, or at least every oh, wow. other week. Maybe every other week would be better. This this Tower Madness game, do they have a light version, or if these free versions are what I should be getting? There is a free version, but it's ad-supported. That's okay. Which What's the name of that one? Because they don't seem to have a list of... It's a Tower Madness... Um, just, get, just get a good one instead, like Field Runners or Geodefense. Is that one free? No... Okay, moving on. <laughs> it's called... Uh, Tower Madness Zero? Yep. Tedmus Zero is a free one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, then I'll get the one that isn't um, zero, but still free. What? Tower Madness? OMG, oh, Tower Madness wait, wait, is free Tower for Madness? very limited time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's still free. It's still free. Snagging. Go check that out. Yeah, a, <laughs> see, Mac Life app of the year. Uh, yeah, blah blah blah. Okay, we're not we're not Wired we're not update. covering Tower Madness. <laughs> let's, let's move <laughs> oh, on. Boy, let's play it right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's uh, your plug. Was the game night was our second plug? Oh, so yeah. Wait, yeah. So every other week sounds just about right. Give people a break. And I was just thinking, like in the future, we can do big games during launches, like Monster Hunter Try or mm, uh, yeah. I think I don't care what we play. I mean, someone was saying like a lot of these games on the list aren't RPGs. It's not really about playing RPGs together. It's about just the community coming together. All sure, it is, but we don't friends. have any choices. I know. <laughs> we don't. I, the... I expect us all to play War in the North next year. Oh goodness! All right. <laughs> it's just it's just for a chance Michael, for us to hang out. And make some if new it friends. gets a four out of five, you better be giving us some free copies. Or not four out of five. If it gets a four out of ten, you better be giving us some free copies if you four want us to be 10. playing it. All right. Ouch. <laughs> Plug number two really quickly is um I felt a little rushed during the Chaos Rings conversation that I didn't have all the information in front of me, so I was like scrambling to get all the links and everything together. But if you want to know more, um, I'm posting the column later today with a huge Chaos Rings feature with uh, videos, pictures, all the latest info, some translations from Japanese. So I like how your you picks know- aren't games. It's to go and frequent the stuff that you're spearheading. <laughs> 
Hey. He said if that was okay. <laughs> you said yes. You're right. You're right. All right. So look for that currents column going up later today. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. I'm Win. glad the game night's taking off. Yeah, I'm very happy about that as well. Yeah, it's okay. If they if everyone else is too busy playing Borderlands, we can go play Burnout or Battlefield Heroes. <laughs> we're as long as we're all in the IRC week. together. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, I don't know how we're going to do that. We need to, like... How are you going to get what people version to of Borderlands are people going to play? I'm probably just going to split people up into groups. I'll get all the Xbox 360 people together sense. and then get all the PC people together and then just like, here you go, exchange. I'm a facilitator. Facilitator. I just hope I just hope you realize you might get like 10 people. Hey, it's okay, man. 10 dedicated people hey, were playing together. Michael, the last time what? I tried this, I had one. You had Crystal Chronicles. No one gave a crap. And it was a good game. Too. Aaron, let me give you my friend code. A, B, 2, 9, 6, 5, 4, 3. That's yeah, no crowd, dude. That's your friend. That's your, how you play Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> I think we'll pass on that one. Oh, you're killing me here. You want to play something with friend codes in a massive game environment? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe Monster Hunter Tribe will make a guild and our big gamer. We have to do our friend hard. codes for Pokemon, don't we? Yeah, we do. I haven't got the basement open yet, though. You guys want to know your friend codes right now? Basement's so open for you, Mike. Go down there. No, I, th- I went to the second Poke Center and she was still blocking it. No, it's open. Go look. Uh, maybe it's my, uh, my you, Pokemon. You opened it when you did awesome. the first gym. Oh, I haven't. All right, whatever. <laughs> I swear I looked, but maybe I just didn't you care. You better go cause... take another look. Fine. Maybe I have to talk to her, and then she says, oh, now it's open. Please let me get out of the way. Uh, you know what else I got this week, guys, was this, this God of War collector's box thing. Yep, I got it, too. Did you get it? Uh, did you see my, uh, you saw my opening? I yeah, put a video up on YouTube. very disappointed. <laughs> Saba 1001 on YouTube. You can see my, my unboxing. Yeah, who's plugging what now? Yeah. Yeah, no crap, dude. I'm telling them where they can see the damn video that I'm talking about. No one cares. I'm showing time. like the people in the chat room. So you're really disappointed? Very... Uh, I was pretty disappointed, yeah. Why are you disappointed? A little art book. Because it's a cre- it's a all it is is a creepy jewelry box. And I'm going to stand by that description of What about it. the MP3s? I mean, it's like 300 over 300 megabytes of uh, music. I you know, I and I had it took me if you notice I had to edit the video cuz I didn't even see that I got that stuff with it till later. So mm-hmm. I had to I had to tag that on the end. So yeah, there's a there's a there's a soundtrack. Um, seventy eight tracks. Seventy eight tracks. That's good. Heavy mm-hmm. metal album, God of War inspired. That's okay. And then all three soundtracks. You get an extra extra challenge thing, which is okay. But I don't know, man. I paid sixty five dollars. I'm happy. Yeah. See, sixty five would be better than ninety, like I paid. Wait, did you get did the ten dollars off? I did. So eighty nine. Yeah. Eighty nine. Yeah, something like that. But it really, all it is, it's, it's a jewelry box with a false, false floor. You pull it up, this felt thing, and there's a game on there. I guess you could hide stuff in there. But it's the most creepy jewelry box in existence. I mean, if you really hate your mom, it's a great gift for her. But I don't, <laughs> your mom. I don't all I know is I have it sitting next to my Follow 3 lunch tin, and it looks great. The lunch tin looks a lot better. I like that lunch tin. I don't know. I, I got it because I want it to be like this big pack. You know, I, I have all three God of Wars in there. It's like this big event. Oh, that's you not a bad idea. The... I could put that in yeah. there. Yeah. So just, it's my God of War box. That's Yeah, that's what I got to figure out. It's like there's this huge spot for stuff in there, and I need to figure out what's You can fit it. two DualShock controllers in there perfectly. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great su- suggestion for it. Creepiest controller house ever. <laughs> yep. That's what I'll use it for, I guess. 
Cool. Oh, really quickly, what time would be good for the game night for you guys? Just to give everyone an idea of what time. Like, I'm a, we're on the West Coast, so... Yeah, I'm worried about that, because I probably don't get free till like, 8 o'clock. Mm. Well, you're on, Manny's on the West Coast, too, so that's better for you. Right, but I mean, all the East Coast people who want to do it, it's pretty late to when start. When does Xbox do their... I thought it was 7 o'clock. Don't I mean, them. We'll do it always join... You could always join late too. It doesn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because if we did it at eight um, Pacific, it would be like eleven p.m. for 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 Eastern people. You guys are probably asleep by then. Not me. I'm not asleep till midnight. Michael, will you give Anna directions to where she's going? Um. What? She needs directions. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Tell her where she's going. (laughs) She's she's spamming our chat channels, making hard to finish the show. Um, so what are you thinking, um, Manny? 7 p.m.? If that works for everyone, it seems like reasonable enough. 6 to 7? 6? 6, six, six sure. or 7? When are you starting? 6 or 7. <laughs> six or seven. I'll let the Go voting six. finish. All right. All right, so and pay attention to the voting the thread, and you're going to post a, a story on the site when we have it finalized. Yep. Um, and, and like you said, every other week sounds just about right. Not too much, not too little. It gives everyone a chance to get new games. Yep. And I'm sad. I would think that White Knight Chronicles would have been our first choice, but I just don't think anybody has it. I have it, but I didn't vote for it. <laughs> you don't want it, do you? Still vote. I, I, I would like to try it. Oh, no, I voted for Burnout. That's the game I wanted to play. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even put. I didn't even think of putting White Knight Chronicles on the list because I just thought, who's going to want to play that? Oh, I might have. Is that what it was? It wasn't even on the list. Well, put right, it on I'll the list it. for next time or something. Yeah. All right. Or whatever. Well, how about this? Do. If you if enough people say they want White Knight Chronicles, we're doing White Knight Chronicles. I just hang out. I just hang out at home and hear your stories. <laughs> no, you already have the voting going. You can't change it now. But for next time, for next time, consider it. All right, we'll see if people want it. Yeah. And uh, we'll give that a shot. Maybe Michael actually do his online quests. That'd be fun. <laughs> do you want to get that free play. mission? We can go get on White Knight Chronicles. You do. You both have it. Everyone, go get it. No, you make sure to log in and get it. Oh, okay. It's like so. Right. Every, that you so have if it. both you and there you go, guys. Write and vote for White Knight Chronicles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Michael hasn't even done the online stuff, so Michael's busy. Yeah. You haven't started me another game with words with friends. You haven't started me another game with words with friends. Well, so. you won. You have to start the no, next I one. I don't like that. I don't have no. I didn't like that. Whoever Why gets the to... rematch button should do it. Well, then hit it. I didn't get the rematch button. I got I you either. one. Oh, okay. Whatever. Why are we arguing about this? Let's end the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, thanks for being with us. We appreciate you listening. As always, we will be back next week when we are going to talk about how well or poorly game night went, as well as any interesting games coming out this next week. What did we talk about? Oh, Shin Megami Strange Tensei, Dirty. but none of us are going to be playing it. Um, Lies. What? You're not I'm playing it. You betcha. You're, uh, you're going to put off 13 for it? I might finish by then. No. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> You've got 13 in Pokemon. You're not playing Strange Journey. I'm sorry. You're going to play Strange Journey. <laughs> okay, well, then you're just doing it for the heck of it. All right. Yes, I am, because then the podcast, I have something to pick. Besides yeah, that's true. Well, we already story. covered a review on it. Seventh already talked about it. So oh, I feel snap. like you need to. And uh, that's pretty much it. Enjoy your March, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Go Huskies. Go Huskies. Watch your basketball. Eat your Wheaties. And... Um, Community. Practice your 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 Borderlands, I guess. I guess. I'm going to be awful. Well, how are you playing? You don't have it. 
Oh, f we have to find the platform it's going to be on, and I'll have to go get it and suck. Okay. 